was alright for a while. I could smile for a while. But Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 18, and my name is Henry. Uh, Brit. I'm Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be reviewing. The Marowitz oh stories, <laughs> uh, the new Noah Baumbach film on Netflix, and then we're also going to be doing a little bit uh, of a change. We're going to be reviewing the first two episodes of David Fincher's Mindhunter, which is the new psycho, uh, serial killer Netflix series. Jonathan Groff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we also got some a trailer to talk about and some listener questions, so it's going to be all the usual stuff. Um, how's everybody? Chloe? Okay. You're having some Halloween costume dilemmas, right? Oh, so much drama. <laughs> you want to tell us about it, or? Well, okay. I want to be the staple Harry Potter as usual, right? You're the Potterphile. Potterhead. <laughs> They're both bad. Okay. <laughs> None of, neither one is good. That should be my mission in life, is to find a good name for Harry Potter lovers. Yeah, well, let us know. Or, or if listeners know, let us know. Yeah. You got one. But not what you said. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> but a few of my friends want me to do group costumes with them, but then you're stuck with them. What the heck? Can't do that. Like, one of, my, one of my friends, Kira, wants, she's going to go as Eddie from It, which is cute, because you got the cast and all that, and the fanny pack and stuff. Yeah. But then she wants me to be Richie, and if we get separated, I'll just look like a hipster. Dilemma, right? Oh, Brayden? Brayden didn't see it. No, I haven't seen it. That's probably not why he's not talking though. He just doesn't <laughs> want to be involved. I don't. I don't know what those costumes would entail. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, fair enough. Brayden, what are you doing? Basically, probably? anybody who works at the Chelsea, any boy, that's what I'd be dressed like, which is not exciting when you're by yourself. Which is there? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I did give. Do you know Cooper? I've heard a lot about Cooper. He's a nice guy. I was giving him shit last week because he was he had on these little these little short shorts that were black, and he had on black socks and mm-hmm. these black bands mm-hmm. and a black T-shirt. That's little, that's kind of what I wear. And I walked in and I, I said, "Oh, oh, you're going for the Angus Young look, <laughs> right?" From ACDC. I said, "We just need to get you a tie and a school cap." And you're like, <laughs> he probably loved Zing. that. Zing. <laughs> Did he get it? I don't think he did at first. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know how many Were people athletic? around your age are, are familiar with Angus Young, ACDC. It's, it's, not, his, my, it's not my genre. His whole, his whole schoolboy stage outfit. Were thing. they athletic shorts? They were, I didn't know, they weren't athletic, they were just shorts. The, <laughs> they were just shorts. The new they that boy like, shorts are getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, That's I'm not a big fan of that. First know. of all, I don't like. I don't, I don't get to deal with that. I don't yeah. like shorts in general. You should Uh-oh. wear. You should not wear shorts unless you're doing something that requires. I and mean, I only ever wear shorts. What I literally, I literally, beach? I own literally one what pair of pants. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Is is if you're at the beach and you expect to sweat because it's the beach, it's hot. If you're going to the gym, if you're doing yard work, mm-hmm. if you're running, if you you know, if there's I something. I literally only wear own one pair of pants. You mean long pants? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> that means you're only once. Um, yeah. I only have a couple pairs of. Well, I mean, I have multiple pairs of pants. I wear the vast majority of my wardrobe really. is made up of skirts. So. Well, that's that's perfectly acceptable. All right. Yeah. And I know you I'm like to play soccer, that. so. I have a lot of shorts for soccer. There's a reason to but have I like, shorts for soccer. I prefer so. longer shorts because girl shorts are very. They're very, very short. short and very short. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. And I really, really hate those. Nike jogging shorts. Yeah. What was the deal with that? <laughs> hmm. I'm not. I'm not joking. I go to go look at any sorority. I bet you nine tenths of the young women there are wearing jogging shorts. And you like, mean like the ones that are like bright colored, like like they've all got like a little white. Yeah, and the white. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. White patch on the side. Mm-hmm. Brayden's still same. hip. He yeah. knows all this stuff. I know all this stuff. Well, I mean, well, yoga you know, pants are the like. This is the season for yoga pants, right? Uh, is it yoga pants time? Leggings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Leggings is pants. What do they, go, you what do they you... call them now? Jiggings? No. <laughs> You've dated yourself again. Jading, cool. Jeggings are the... They are supposed to look like jeans, but they're elastic. Oh, I thought jeggings okay. was just a, a, a portmanteau of <laughs> jogging leggings. No. No. No, it's okay. jeans leggings. I'm glad jeans we all learned leggings. something today. Yeah. Well, Brynn, what are you doing for Halloween? Yeah, big question. My mom's birthday. Oh. It's on Halloween? Yeah. That's dope. That's cool. It's interesting. Do you keep it kind of spooky then? No. Oh. They they hand out some candy to the kids and then we eat dinner, you know. All right. So we're, we're, we're very low-key. Yeah. Man, oh, man. We're very low-key. I'm the only one here who's obsessed with Halloween. Well, I do. Well, I like it for candy. <laughs> I would, I... In high school, I went to Franklin Street, but it was not. Yeah. It was not the 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 madhouse it is now. It's pretty. They're trying to calm it down. They're trying to. Let's I was see. complaining to Henry about these three freshman boys on my soccer team because they're just I'm just over the boy who they like. I guess it's a compliment because they like think I'm a pal or whatever, but mm. I'm sick of them. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They just follow me around like little ducklings, which is kind of nice, except they're really annoying. But And they were telling me that Franklin Street is lame and they're going to ECU. ECU? Disgusting. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Franklin Street is known for being so cool. I know. But not to these losers. So, there you go. Hmm. Go figure. Go figure. No, yeah. Halloween's the best. We have to pick good movies for next week. Is that... Is that- Oh, Well, because we'll have a show right after Halloween. No, that doesn't count. That's dumb. No, it has to be before. Because it's the, it's the lead-up that's fun. Hocus Pocus is showing. I, I Oh, well, I went and saw Beetlejuice. I missed Hocus Beetlejuice Pocus. Beetlejuice is the best. At the Carolina. That was cool. Then yeah. there's... Oh, my gosh, there's so much good stuff. Well, Last we can, year... Well, we can find something for next week. Yes. I don't... There's just garbage coming out in the I next couple weeks. I watched every Tim so. Burton movie ever made. I have to. During the month of October. No, every October. Oh, you're cool. I aren't really you? stack it on. Okay. It's my favorite. <laughs> think you're better than us? <laughs> no, I just love Halloween. Okay. It's my favorite. How does Ed Wood. Why is Ed Wood is kind of. Yeah. All right. All right, fine. For me, it's, for me, it's George Romero all the way. Mm. The Romero films. We're very different people. <laughs> yeah. Of I, the dead films. Oh, God. I could barely watch the Jonathan Graff show. I was going to puke. Oh, yeah. I can't deal with that stuff. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. So neither of you has a costume. Not yet. I've got about three lined up. I'm a mo- I was telling you I'm a, a little a too old to be doing costumes. No, you're not. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> the case, though. All right. It's just. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, life. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Anyways. My dad. My dad is a fan, mostly of me, <laughs> just in general. He told me. <laughs> he follows everything I do, you know, naturally. I don't think and so. he said if you took out the giggling, like my giggling on this podcast, you'd be left with like half the show. What do you mean, like half the audience would leave? No, like my amount of giggling is half the duration of the show. Oh, half the, the runtime? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right, no we argument. should start now. <laughs> okay, let's get this over with. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, jump into a review of the mayor. What's is that? How you say it? He keeps looking at me because I'm a Jew. No. I know it. <laughs> He's not. looking at me. He's looking at me for how you all. say it because I'm the Jew. Well, I heard the pronouncement Meyer. Meyer. Did they say Meyerwitz? Meyerwitz. They Meyer-Witz. didn't. They didn't really accent accentuate the O. It wasn't like Meyer O Witz. They just said Meyerowitz. Meyerowitz. I think it's Meyerowitz. All right. The Noah Baumbach movie. The Noah Baumbach film. Yeah. Anyways, we've got a clip. Let's take a listen. Dad, you remember that song I wrote about that guy who worked at your studio who you never remembered his name? His name was Myron, but you called him Myron. Three times you called him Myron. Till you heard the other guy say it with a B. Byron, 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 Byron. What does, does it matter if you look him in the eye? Say it with confidence and look him in the eye. Don't look at your shoes. Don't look at the sky. Say it with confidence and look him in the eye. So, the Meyerowitz stories, which is also known as New and Selected. Oh my god, he's seems, so obnoxious. <laughs> it seems weird. Uh, is directed by Noah Baumbach and stars Adam Sandler, Grace Van Patten, Dustin Hoffman, Ben Stiller, Elizabeth Marvel, Emma Thompson, uh, Sigourney, uh, well, Sigourney. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver. She's Sigourney Weaver <laughs> playing herself for, for a minute or seconds. two. Yeah. <laughs> And anyone else I'm forgetting? The dog. And the dog. The dog. (laughs) Bruno. Yeah. (laughs) And the plot synopsis is, an estranged family gathers together in New York for an event celebrating the artistic work of their father. So. That's a dumb synopsis. That's just not true. I'd say it's relatively. It's sort of true, but I mean, that's. That's the pretext for all the horrible dysfunction. Yeah. Well. I'm confused as about this movie on the whole. Okay. Well, let's get into it then. <laughs> so, uh, Brayden, you want to go? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I, I'm mostly just still trying to process those horrible little student films. That yeah, the I know. Made, what the right? heck? What the heck? I don't get it. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> really? I think that was just, I, I think he whined, totally Weinsteined that. He was just, <laughs> seriously, he was just looking for some excuse to have a, an attractive young woman naked I in his film. I don't think so, so. Brayden. You sure? I'm pretty sure no. she, he was trying to show the 
polarity of her with her family versus her going out in the world. Yeah. I think it's a... <laughs> I, I think you're also, reading too much into I think, it. I think it's also satire on teenagers trying to be edgy, edgy and, and yeah. creating their own vision and work. Yeah. I agree. You know? <sighs> I mean, I don't... I mean... I She's think... the, like, Nicholas Winding Refn of this movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She's... <laughs> like, she's... She's the Darren Aronofsky she, of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's doing her own thing. Doesn't care. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. she should care a little more. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it's I didn't. I'll just say straight up, I didn't much care for this. I've, I haven't seen a lot of Baumbach films. There are some people who love him. I am not in that camp. There, I know a lot of people who also dislike him. I firmly fall into the, that second <laughs> mm-hmm. category. Um. The dialogue was too rapid fire. Um, I didn't, I, you know, I'm tired of all these films coming out that are, you know, oh, upper middle class artsy liberal arts families and their dysfunction. And, In other words, Jews. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I, I feel in a sense that I'm, I, my life has been somewhat like that. Because there's, there's really family relatable. dysfunction and, 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 and that kind of stuff. And I don't really care to see that on film. <laughs> but should you criticize it for that? No. I mean, that's that's just a she subjective just thing. Like it. Oh, yeah. That's a subjective thing. Oh, I, that's not what I want to see when I go to a film. Oh, true. You didn't um, have to go anywhere. It's on Netflix. Yeah, this is true. This was on Netflix. <laughs> right? I didn't. I a subscription. So, this whole week was, was good for me because yeah. I didn't actually have to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, See, yeah, I thought, that's why I was, I was trying to save us a trip to the theater. Works for me. Yeah. No, I, I, I do enjoy actually going to the That's one of the fun things about actually doing this is, is it gives me an excuse to actually go to the theater yeah. and watch films. Same, yeah. So um, even, <clears throat> excuse me, even having to deal with that kid in Blade Runner last week. Oh my gosh, was, she's still was, on about it. No, it was still a <laughs> tremendous experience. I was still happy to go into a theater and it was so visually stunning that even with the little kid in the background, the visuals were just so absolutely stunning. It was remarkable. Yeah. And I mean, that that's, I don't know. Uh, these films are so story-driven, right? These yeah. Baumbach films. Because obviously there's, there's nothing visually, there are no effects. There's nothing visually uh, engrossing about them. It's just some actors doing the thing, and it's supposed to be the story of the characters, and I just find the characters also, like, whiny, and the stories are so, uh, you know, I mean, it's, there are a lot of parallels to, to in, in a sense, to my life, and it's just, I, you know, I don't go to a film to just see some sort of uh, somewhat distorted, but still a mirror on my life and so i don't you know but that aside the films that's the dialogue go. the dialogue seems so stilted hmm. and uh, a lot of the acting like dustin hoffman just really grated on me in this film hmm. i think he was supposed to well maybe <laughs> pretty sure I, I think so but I think Brayden. I, I see. I see your point. I think everything Brayden doesn't like about this movie is actually a compliment to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Brayden does it. You know? Yes. He, he has double meanings to everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm the I'm the Lord of Double Entendres. <laughs> not double entendres. Well, I guess you could say. I don't know. Yeah. Know. Thank God. Um. 
but it, it, it just, I don't know. It, I didn't like it. It, it, it sort of grated on me. Mm-hmm. Um, the daughter, the sister, Jean, was really the only one who I think had any kind of legitimate sort of uh, grotesque episodes from childhood. And that character just seemed like such a minor, minor piece to the whole and she was the, really the only one who had, who had, had experienced <clears throat> any kind of considerable trauma as a child. Right. But she's like the most sort of throwaway character in terms of the whole film. Hmm. She, I don't know. And so it's just these two, basically the two brothers, Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler, fighting over, you know, who, who dad loved less. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't so, know. Well, um, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, right? No, no, I mean, that was, that was pretty much it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll say that. I mean, I'm not a big Noah Bombach. Bombach. Is it Bombach? I think it's Bombach. 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 Fan. Bombach. In general, really. I, I did really like Francis Ha. I don't know why, but it just, I did. Enjoy. His movies are kind of enthralling. Like, you don't actually like them, but you're like, okay, I'll go watch another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, I didn't really didn't like while we're young, and I, I hated while we're young. I didn't young. like. It. Did he do Mistress America? Yes. I didn't. I don't think I was crazy no. about that one either. Didn't. Yeah, he did. I thought Greta Gerwig. She she wrote, she, she, no, she wrote the script. She wrote the script. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and so, but usually I find him to be kind of a little pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly his characters are just unlikable, and what you're saying, kind of grating yeah. and. And for the first half of the movie, that's what I felt like. It just felt like every other yeah, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, like the second half. Yeah. Where it just feels just artsy, fartsy talk and just yeah. people <laughs> you know, complaining about... Artsy, fartsy talk. <clears throat> yeah. Father didn't love me, blah, blah, blah. And I, I do agree that in the first half, Dustin Hoffman really... He's graded, supposed to. Which I, 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 like, I understand that. Like, I know he's supposed to be like this kind of annoying father. But like after a while, it just got to the point like I just don't want to be watching I mean, he, he was abs- so absolutely reprehensible. There was yeah. ab- no no shift, no change in his personality, no no sign of remorse. But it wasn't about him. At yeah. all. It was about his kids. Um, That's yeah. the point. I mean... I don't know how I'm... Def- I did not enjoy it, but I'm really defending it pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... No, <laughs> I mean, you know, a father at that point in his life, you would think, you know, maybe perhaps I should in, in some way talk to my sons Reconcile, reconcile. No, he didn't see that. He, no, at no point did he express any kind of remorse about well, about anything that he did. Well, no, Obama's characters are more realistic. Like yeah. most people wouldn't, especially someone who's so up their own. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess he is firmly up his own ass about you know <laughs> about how wonderful <laughs> how wonderful he is. And how he's he's the undiscovered brilliant genius of the twentieth century, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so you know, I guess his it wouldn't be fitting for his character to do that. But I mean, it just and it wasn't it's like still, I said, it wasn't about him. Hmm? It wasn't about him though. It was about the. It kids. was in part. I mean, he's the one that that was 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 the impetus for. He's the, a catalyst. Yeah. So therein, he's his job he's is to a, serve a purpose. Well, he's still a major part of the. 
The Suns wouldn't be the Suns. Yeah. Oh. Can't finish. I can't, can't see can't over the. So, anyways, <laughs> do agree that Dustin Hoffman was low grading, but there's a point. There's so there's an emotional. I mean, not twist, but emotional moment halfway through the film, and that's when I really started to get into it. Like it felt yeah, more focused, more less concerned about just art talk and all these things. Yeah. It was more about the Adam family Sandler. and the. The, the children pulling together. Correct, yeah. And, like, I thought uh, Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller were both fantastic. I, I thought, I like, I, the scene in the courtyard where they were talking. They haven't worked together since Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And they felt <laughs> like, they really right. felt like brothers. And I felt like the scene in the courtyard in particular was great between them. When the, when they end up, like, brawling, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I, overall, I did actually think the movie was pretty good. It's just the first half was a bit of a slog. I think it was like the the dinner scene at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. It, it was just like it was so poorly edited, just so like constant back and forth. Well, the Could dialogue was so rapid fire. Yeah. And I didn't mind the dialogue. I don't like the way it was acted. But it was acted kind of like a like a play. Yeah, which which but I, I didn't mind the dialogue itself. And so I mean, knowing how the the second half goes, I would be f- somewhat interested in going back and rewatching and seeing seeing if that plays better. But overall, I did actually think the movie was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and I thought Ben Stiller's cry his Man, was good. That was intense. Yeah, I gotta say one of the funniest scenes I have seen in ages was in this film. What's that? The car scene. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of it's, good... it's yeah. like a two older like middle aged guys trying to wreck a car, and they've got a candy, they've got rocks, and they can still only do sort of superficial damage to it yeah. because I guess they're so past their prime. They I... can't. They're just they're pulling <laughs> off the side view mirrors, and jumping on the hood, yeah. and scraping it up. But they're not, you know, they can't seem to break any windows or anything. Not until Ben Stiller pulls well, up yeah, like yeah. a giant ten pound rock and chucks it on the windshield. But you know, they've got a cane and everything, and and they're hitting the car with it and, and just doing nothing to it. And that yeah. it was just hilarious watching these two guys in this in this futile exercise yeah. to wreck this car. I actually laughed out loud quite a bit. Oh, um, more I, than more than I usually might. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I laughed a lot at. But I think the car scene. I, was I give it to the around. acting, though. I think. Yeah, a lot of the performances yeah. are. are I great. think. I can, Are you wait? Did did we interrupt you again? Oh, I, I well, I was just gonna say <laughs> one more thing about um, laughing out loud. I don't know why it was so funny, but I loved when Ben Stiller was sitting in the hospital and he's looks over to these two nurses and they're looking at a menu and she's like, "Do I want meatballs? <laughs> do do I not want meatballs?" And they're having like this really like in depth thought. I love that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I'm done. Just the, the little touches, the little things. Yeah. I think it would have been. Uh, I think with restructuring, it would have been a lot better. Like, I think it would have been a really good TV show. Like, you know, Aziz Ansari's, it's in like little 30 minute segments. I think this would have been better like that hmm. instead of doing all that weird crap with the like separating I, the structure. I didn't mind the structure. I kind of like some of the I editing. I thought it was boring though. Like, I was just. It was just felt really long. It, I wasn't it, bored exactly. Like if it was in little, if it was like a TV show, if they even if they made it kind of the plot like longer, because obviously you'd have to yeah. do that to make it more of a TV show. But even with that, if it was just if you were just given kind of a break and you could get up and go live your life without it feeling like you're stopping a movie. Yeah, I I would say that it does feel long. Yeah, I um, think it would have been good as like a little TV show kind yeah, of. Yeah, but I did. I don't know. So, I mean, I. 
I enjoyed it overall. I didn't think I was going to at first, but I did. I got weird. I had so many weird mixed feelings. I don't understand about yeah. it. That's why I feel like, yeah. like everything he does. I just don't. I just don't get it. I, I just, just don't know. Francis Ha. I couldn't stand. That's really the only other film by him that I've seen, and I want to keep giving him shots. Yeah. I feel like I should watch The Squid and the Whale. I should watch Greenberg. I should yeah. maybe see Wild Young. I thought Greenberg was alright. No, Wild yeah. Young sucks. Don't bother. Yeah, don't. Okay. I know one person who likes it, and we've argued about this like many times. Is it somebody? Know. He's that like I know? four. No. No. Okay. I'm just curious. I know other people. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't He's know He's on my soccer was, team. That's the only other place I know people. If this but. was somebody who had... Because we played it at the Chelsea, and I didn't know if it was somebody who had... I mean, I think he... I'm pretty sure he did see it at the Chelsea. Okay. Well, we were probably the only but place But he'll only go... Area. He'll only go if the movie he wants to see is in one of the theaters. <laughs> He's really, he's really weird. <laughs> picky, picky, picky. He's yeah. really, yeah, he's got a lot of weird things, but huh. anyway. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about it. It's confusing. But I mean, I did, I did like some of the editing with the structure, like how it would cut off a little early, like when Adam Sandler's in the car and he's like, yo, fuck, and it yeah. just kind of cuts. Like I like some See, of that. See, and then the episode's over. Perfect. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. I, I See, agree that see what I mean? Been, yeah, we're on the same page. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it would have worked if it was serialized more. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you could have fleshed out the characters. And then we could give Jean her own freaking act. Yeah, well, that's Jean the thing. Jean got she nothing. Was, she was the one who was most traumatized by the whole thing. This I mean, is the sound, episode yeah. in her childhood where she was essentially sexually assaulted. Yeah. And the father's just kind of dismissive. Oh, well, he didn't touch you, okay? Okay, then whatever. I'll go play some tennis. Which yeah. is just, just horrible. I mean, this is a horrible thing, and most but of the it's focus. it's not that uncommon. Most of the focus. That, yeah, I mean, look, look what's going on. It's nothing. That yeah, uncommon. well. Uh, I just wish that that wasn't her whole story. She was used as like a little device, like for the other characters. Well, that's the to thing. Try is to man I mean, up, which is I don't appreciate that. You you kind of want to know more about her because she she just sort of stands there and is kind of like a wallflower. Has she never been married? And then she, What's the deal? Yeah. You don't know anything we about never her. Know. And she doesn't she barely does anything and then she comes out with this this huge boom uh trauma and then that's it. That's it. Then she just sort of recedes into the background again. Well isn't she kind of just like a private person? Does she, she when she she has people like that who are traumatized would they maybe at one point in their life share their story and then they're done they don't ever want to say it again and then they just want to be in in their own little world possibly or just in the real world because it's not that defining or it shouldn't be so she should have gotten her own story well that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying is is the only way that you you the only way you can't really relate to her because she's not she's not a fully formed character the way that the two brothers are. Yeah. The only thing that you see about her is this one huge sort of bomb that she drops uh, partway through the film, and then that's that's it. So you don't see her as a character. You only see her as the one episode, as this one story that she tells, mm-hmm. and you don't see her. Otherwise, she gets along with her brothers. But but what was her childhood like? Uh, dealing with with the brothers you almost and never hear firsthand what her childhood was like it's no. always other people referring to her yeah well because i think she doesn't want to share it uh, she still has a personality oh though. i agree it's I still agree. Stu- like just doesn't it's just dumb yeah i mean i, I agree she could have used more time but she's got the other two have so much going much. on she well i'm just saying oh no i mean like i i understand that but i mean i i guess i just didn't think of it that it much is... while i was watching it 
just because I'm me or whatever, but, like, it is interesting to look at the male characters versus the female characters. Because there's Jean, who gets nothing in the movie. There's the daughter, who's, like, a crazy person. <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck? I was like, oh, I can relate to her. Finally. It's really hard for me to find movies where I actually relate to, like, the younger girls, because I just am not... Cause You're a rebel. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's the thing. I go to bed at, like, 10. They're all nut jobs. I don't know why. Like, she started out normal, and then she decided to, like, just flip a switch and go, like, complete 180, which is weird to me. So there's her. She's a teenager. I never did that. I, f- I mean, I, I, knew, I knew people that would, like, one year they'd be, like, goth, punk. I never. And then. This is really, not, it's not, really not, narcissistic. Not, I just really well, want a movie. I finally, I was like, okay, I'm like this like, daughter. Well, and no, then I wasn't. I can understand I kids change because, you know, as a teenager, I think a lot of teenagers are trying to find themselves. And I went through different sort of phases as a teenager because I wasn't sure who the hell I was. Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, <laughs> the real question. Let us know about your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another show. <laughs> Um, Maybe that's one of the premium shows we'll do. Yeah, yeah. one of the behind the scenes. If you want to hear Brayden's life story, don't gotta pay it. a dollar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sounds really sad in a weird kind of way. <laughs> Only one dollar. Only one dollar. That's that's what my life is worth. Um, where was I going with this? I lost my. You're you're trying to find yourself. Oh right, but I, I think I think it's common for 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 teenagers to to go through phases to try to find themselves. But it didn't seem as though she was going through a phase or something. It was very odd. It was so dramatic. Well, it was. She seems like a normal, you know, uh, sort of upstanding, nice. You know, raised by her father largely. I guess her father yeah. was a stay-at-home father, and the mother was the breadwinner, and then they're parents are separating he's about to give something away i don't know i can tell <laughs> well i don't know i don't know if the, the the separation of the parents and then she went off to college and then that was i don't know i but it seemed as though she was a little more sort of self-aware she she was a little more grounded and then she goes off to college you know she's at bard yeah. which i happen to know somebody who's at bard uh and just these films that she makes, which are atrocious pieces of <laughs> doo-doo to begin with. Hey, hey, hey. Ben Stiller but, really likes them. Mm-hmm. Matthew thinks they're great. <clears throat> Does he? I thought the father. Brayden, what's art? <laughs> oh, let's not get into this. <laughs> let's not get into I mean, this conversation. I mean, but. for me, those things weren't really that big of an issue. I just kind of figured, like, you know, one week the girl is going to be Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice. What's the character's name? Wanda? Yeah. No. She's going to be Wanda, if that's the name. I don't from know. From Beetlejuice? No, <laughs> yeah. it's not Wanda. I always just call her Winona. I never actually pay attention to Winona. the character's name when mm-hmm. Winona's and then around. where she's like, I'm strange and unusual. Yeah. Is that the line? I guess so. <laughs> yeah. And then she's going to be uh, like kind of like primpy Catholic girl, you know, the next year. Like, you know, uh-huh. and just like... It may come without warning. It may just be she changes schools or whatever. But anyways, I mean, it's not that big of an issue for me. But I didn't. I just don't just, understand. Everyone always has to be so extreme. People are extreme, man. Yeah. I'm not extreme. <laughs> that's because that's why we, we like you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia. Yeah. Lydia, that's it. She's Lydia. And then she's not. There we go. <laughs> Spoiler. I don't know. 
And then Emma Thompson, man. Yeah, she was just nothing. Yeah. In this, yeah. What was yeah? What was going on there? She, she reminded me from like, was she the one who played the um, weird professor in yeah um, Trelawney? Trelawney. Yeah, she she basically was Trelawney in this. She acted like Trelawney. No, she didn't. Yes, yeah, she did. She had the crazy hair. Yeah. She walked all around like ha 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 ha. Not that that's a bad thing, but. Well, Juno, I like Emma Thompson, but again. It's just all of the characters, so many of the characters in these Bombach films are just terrible. That's why I couldn't, I didn't like Frances Ha was mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig. First of all, Greta Gerwig gets on my nerves, but Frances Ha was just such a horrible character. They're just, they're just I really all liked her so self-involved. I'm afraid they're of all here. so self-involved. They don't, they well, don't I give agree a that shit. They usually are. You need a protagonist. But I, I did like Frances Ha in that um, her character was just they're self-involved without being self-aware. That's what bothers me. They don't They don't understand how sort of small or meaningless or insignificant their problems are compared to somebody else's. Well, they're just, oh, my life, and I yeah. don't get to be that's a dancer. I'm only going to be a choreographer after my... That's why I can't my... watch girls. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can't watch you. any of that crap. Thank you. I am they're totally selfish. agree I like with you. They're self-involved. They're you self-important. You do? Yeah. I mean, I've seen two seasons. Really? Oh, my God. I do like girls. Uh, I like it. Yikes. They're so obnoxious. They it's just are. not, it's just not, and they're also, st- they're self, they're Look. self-involved and self-important without being self-aware. But, and they also are just like, architect. again, they're, they're not actually people. It just bothers me so much. Because you can have good shows, like one of my favorite shows is Australian, it's called Please Like Me. Mm-hmm. Those are like, they're real characters, blah, blah. They put themselves in kind of unique situations, but it's still relatable, and they're real people, and they're like, well, this isn't that big a deal, but it still hurts my feelings and stuff. Like, shows can still be, inter- or movies, whatever, can still be interesting and representative of actual people, as opposed to annoying hmm. messes. I mean, for me with Frances Ha, I mean, I don't know, maybe if I rewatched it, I would feel differently, but I just, maybe just because I connected with her, with her for whatever reason. You want to be a dancer? Yeah, big time. <laughs> Slash choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> and but I mean in terms of her just being you do really like La Dance what a masterpiece <laughs> <laughs> no how long is La Dance I'm just two, curious 240 two for, that's actually short for a Frederick Wiseman film yeah but the thing is I did watch in like three parts so oh. not not one sitting yeah yeah anyways I've never seen so many people walk out of a film as walked out of Ex Libris yeah I'm not, I'm not surprised you know oh how... it's the same guy Mm-hmm. Yeah, the do you same know, guy? Do you same know guy. how long it is? Uh, yeah, it's like three hours. It was three and a half hours. About the New York Library. About the New York Library. I like Gangs New York. I do too. It's a long movie. I do not at all. <gasps> really? No. It's good. Mm-hmm. Can't stand it. Hmm. I hate well, that film. That's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, in terms of her being just this young woman who's, like, she thinks she has a path, and then, oh wait, maybe I'm not as good as what I th- or as good as I thought I was and so maybe I have to do this completely different thing and anyways I liked Francis Hall and I did find that one actually funny so but back to the, the Meyerowitz stories I, I don't know well Chloe any other thoughts on it I did really I like Adam Sandler did really I like was surprised I haven't seen him in really any Punch other Drunk roles Love. I didn't oh, see him good. in Punch Drunk Love he's what? good Oh, he's so I haven't so seen him in Spanglish. He's I didn't see him in, uh, what was that one he did just a couple of years ago about social media? Men, Women, oh, and Children. Yeah. Men, Women, and Children. I didn't see that, but I heard it was That bad. was, yeah, yeah, I heard that was awful. Um, Punch Drunk Love is awesome. 
I did see him in the one that he did with Seth Rogen. Uh, oh, Funny People. Funny he's, People. He's good in oh, Funny People. He's funny actually people's pretty, good. I actually he's did good. kind of like that. He actually wasn't half bad in that. Yeah. He's uh, a good actor. Is he? Yeah, he's just lazy, Regal I Crown think. Club just got the email. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen him in a lot of dramatic roles. It's just I, I remember from, from Saturday Night Live and I always found him just so thoroughly obnoxious. Oh, I used to it's... love him on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I, I did Really? Like yes. His, his... That song oh. he the said, Hanukkah song was my, obviously yeah, the my only favorite. funny bit that I remember that he did was uh, the fresh pepper. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, the I fresh mean, pepper, the I, giant pepper mill. When he when he's good, I really like him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, so, I was I was kind of surprised by that. I thought he was actually pretty decent in this. Um, would I say he's he's remarkable? No, but I I think he put in a solid performance. Um. Ben Stiller was also pretty good. I think the acting all around was 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 decent. It's just that they had to the the material that they had to work yeah. with was. I just I I don't like his care. I don't like how he writes people. Yeah. Mm. I don't like his characters. Mm-hmm. I thought the acting was really good. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. But um, a score by Randy Newman. Love Randy Newman. Mm-hmm. Who don't? Yeah. He did the monk theme song. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got. It's a classic. He's got a new. Yeah, he album out, Dark Matter. Love or like Randy that. Newman. Nice. He's a cool dude. Nice. <laughs> Randy Newman. Yeah. Short people. I like Pam. Pam. Who's Pam? The nurse, the best character. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she was cool. I did see that. Okay, I don't know how to. I think, I think Noah Baum. Has have he and Greg Gorg ever co-written anything? Maybe. Doesn't matter because she annoys me too. He should yeah. find. She's he she's find, she's grown on me. He should find. Really? Yeah. Like a fungus. <laughs> yeah, she's she's my fungus. <laughs> I think Noah Baumbach. I think if he had like a co-writer, just a just found the perfect co-writer, he'd make some really great well, stuff. Well, see, that's he he co-wrote Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is one of my favorite films. Oh, there we go. I'm a genius. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many little things I thought were like the way that the family dealt, or the the way the family interacted with like the hospital and stuff like that i thought was really i like, really related to it's like manchester by the sea that you know, was very scenes. good i thought this was better really the manchester by the sea the hospital bits i mean oh yeah i really <clears throat> i really related to a lot of what was going on it was just presented in just some kind of wrong way i hmm. think he just needs someone to like poke him when he's doing something stupid hmm. you know <laughs> Hire somebody to stand behind him with a sharp stick. Me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Noah, this is dumb. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bad Noah. <laughs> yeah. He's married to Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, really? Really? Isn't that funky? Yeah. That's peculiar. I know. Funky. Funky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on uh, Myrits? I'm not sure what my Anyone thoughts selected? are. Period. Yeah. Ugh, I'm confused. It's, it just confuses It's a confusing me. film, yeah, because you kind of want to like it, but at yeah. the same time, you find the characters in some of the situations were so repellent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Repugnant and repellent. But also endearing. It's weird. It's it's sort of a weird that he finds he he toes the line. That was kind of the same thing with Frances Hawes. Mm-hmm. I kind of commiserated with her in a sense. Yeah. But then not. Yeah. While we're young, 
just just hated it. Brutal. Just hate. I watched yeah. the whole thing because that guy on my soccer team likes it, and we like to talk movies, and usually mm-hmm. we agree. But God, I think he was just having a midlife crisis day when he watched it. He yeah. said, "I get it, Ben," and I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I I think it's largely that his characters are tend to be self important, self aware, or self important and and self. What's the point in movies like that? Showing you. Well, I mean, I think I think there's some satire of that in this. Hmm. <sighs> so I think that's one of the reasons. I don't know. Anyway, go figure. Good. It could <laughs> it could be, but I don't know. Again, just the characters. Uh, it could be an inten- It could be intentional on his part, but I just find them so awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, I'm trying to remember what I was I don't saying know. earlier. Who but... was awful besides Dustin Hoffman? He was horrible. And Emma Thompson wasn't great. But she was awful. Ben, ben Stiller and Adam Sandler, they're they troubled, but bad. they're not bad people. They're good no, guys. they're not they're not bad people. They're she trying to do right by her. She didn't get a chance to be bad, so she's good, no. we'll assume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all seem <laughs> pretty annoying, decent. Nice. Like, pretty decent people, actually. I mean, Adam Sandler is a good father. Um, you know, it's sort of sad. You, you hear about how he sort of dropped a, his burgeoning music career, which is kind of sad. Ben Stiller, who's I guess a successful attorney. I don't know what kind well, of. I don't know what the heck he was doing. He was an. I'm pretty He's sure like he was a lifestyle an coach who knew law. <laughs> it was very confusing. Lifestyle coach who knew law. <laughs> <laughs> and Gene's uh, an office manager. Who likes to make movies? She, cool. Yeah, she was a <laughs> facilities manager for Xerox. Yeah. Don't ask me why I remember that. what she did yeah uh, um but i mean so many of his characters it's just they just grate on me mm-hmm. i don't know maybe that's intentional but yeah what can you do what can you do yeah all right out of five two two yeah. this is four for me. i'm gonna go two and a half a four yeah dang i thought the second half was really good me too. The second half was better, Dang but it, I don't I'll know. I'll give it two and a half. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. thank God. <laughs> Maybe. I don't. I, the second half was better, but I don't know if it makes up for how awful. Wait, I'm trying to remember the end. Oh, I <laughs> liked the end. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. There you go. What was the end, anyways? He. Oh, we can't talk about. So yeah, tell me, tell me when the, we break for uh, the museum clip. The museum. Oh right, yeah, that was kind of touching. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that was stupid. I didn't mean that. You mean? Oh. I meant the Adam Sandler part and okay. the Ben Stiller part. That okay. other part was obnoxious. Oh, See, yeah, he that just was... teeters on idiocy. I can't deal with it. I'm out again. <laughs> two, and a, two and a quarter. <laughs> two and a quarter. I'm back down. <laughs> Forget it. I rescind my half star. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we can move on to Mind Hunter. Is that it? About. I think it's. Oh, for... yeah. Yeah. Two and a quarter? Meyerowitz is done. Yeah, Meyerowitz is all <laughs> over. Moving, moving right along. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's get into our next review, and we've got a clip for this one as well, so let's take a listen. My name is Bill Tench. This is my partner, Holden Ford. We're from the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Behavioral Science Unit. We're doing research, interviewing men like you. If you do go to Vacaville, you definitely need to meet Ed Kemper. They call him the co-ed killer. Do you think the Kemper would talk to us? Try stopping him. 
Shepard finds out you've been interviewing the co-ed killer, he'll flip his shit. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. So you're just gonna say and do whatever you want. We decided no one was beneath our contempt. And that snail didn't change your mind? What happens to these men is normal, but the way that they process it is not. I just decided to kill them. It is not our job to commiserate with these people. Hello, ladies. It is our job to electrocute them. I truly believe there is a vein here that needs to be mined. If you don't like it, go back to your bedwetting college kids and we'll forget all about it. Certainly our goal is to be preemptive. We're the FBI, Holden. That is not our goal. Yet. So... Mindhunter is, or the first two episodes rather, are directed by David Fincher, and I guess he's also an executive producer on it, I suppose. Yeah. Along with Charlize Theron. Charlize yeah. Theron as well, which sort of threw the me for a loop. Yeah, she's an executive producer on this. Wow. Yeah. Which I had to... Are they friends? ...replay... Lovers that. in the Nighttime, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> you hear it here first on Film Punch Podcast, folks. David Fincher, Charlize Theron. <laughs> Item. At first, I thought you were like saying they knew each other from a movie called that. Oh, sorry, it's... I got a text message. <laughs> Come on, Dalton. It's from Charlie's oh. Theron's manager. It's, they're, they're, they're the new big, big Hollywood idol. It's Darlie's or <laughs> Chavid. <laughs> I don't, I don't Not know which one. Uh, okay, so uh, it's so directed by David Fincher. And he's also, like, kind of oversees a lot of it, I, I think. And it stars Jonathan Groff. Oh, that's who you're talking about. Yeah, Jonathan Groff. Holt yeah. um, McCallany. He's the coolest. Holt McCallany, Hannah Gross, Sony Balicenti, Anna Torv, and Cotter Smith. And the plot synopsis is, in the late 1970s, two FBI agents expand criminal science by delving into the psychology of murder and getting uneasily close to all two real monsters so this one's just got released on netflix on friday along with the meyerwitz stories and so what what did y'all think now i've only seen two episodes i that's all i had time for but brand you watched I am totally hooked, and i've been doing my usual semi-binge thing where i'll watch two or three episodes a day i'm you know, watching episode nine now. Um, How many are there? There's ten. there's ten, and they hover between the fifty to fifty five, fifty six minute mark. The first one's an hour. The first one's an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the other ones are shorter. There might be another one about an hour, but the the, the run the runtime is irrelevant and material to the yeah. Um, they're all about the same, fifty minutes to an hour. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like them. I like them. I think they're they're absolutely engrossing. How far uh, are you into it? I'm episode He's a nine, nine out of ten, Henry. Yeah. Did he say that? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <Gee whiz. laughs> Sorry, I'm flabbergasted. Nobody's nobody's listening <laughs> I fa- to me. I faced out. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. Um, no, I think they're I think they're utterly fascinating. I mean, the the, the, the descriptions of the crimes are somewhat off putting, and it's it's rather. It's trying to listen to these kinds of things and trying, you know, it's strange your, your tolerance for um, good taste, mm-hmm. shall I we say. I can't deal with it. It's, yeah, it's, they're pretty, pretty I'm graphic, so pretty, sensitive. pretty, pretty disturbing, mm-hmm. but um, it's interesting to see 
how these how these three people, uh, the two agents, and then the the woman who comes from an academic background, are pushing to sort of pushing for a sea change in terms of uh, um, psychological understandings of criminals and how crime has changed and how institutional perceptions of crime need to change with the crime itself and it's it's a whole it's really fascinating to see sort of what they're doing what they're trying to do the pushback and uh, i would think ultimately the success that they have you know, um, but uh the first two episodes you don't really get a sense i think a lot of that comes later you don't really get a sense of of the massive change that these these two people and then eventually dr carr when she comes in is she even in those first two episodes i think so no okay yeah um it's it's good i i i love it uh, obviously i'm coming from a point of view that i've seen considerably more <laughs> but well i i love i love those sort of procedural shows mm -hmm. and fincher's like the king of that yeah you know so. um so i just it, it fascinates me watching how these guys are able to track down these people and the different methods that they use uh forensic uh psychological you know that that they're able to employ in order to track these guys down and mm -hmm. um just seeing i mean again mindhunter focuses on sort of this crusade that these two guys have in terms of pushing this change institutionally within the fbi and um what they're what they're hoping to do in terms of a different approach uh to to understanding criminals mm -hmm. um it's absolutely fascinating yeah it's absolutely fascinating so well for me i mean david Finch is my favorite director like i love dragon tattoo and zodiac and social network yeah. and gone i mean all this of them. is right <clears throat> up his alley i was watching this and i was going oh this is definitely yeah this has fincher's fingerprints all over it for, to me it felt like a mix between zodiac and gone girl like it had the the look of zodiac but it had that slightly over the top written dialogue mm -hmm. that gone girl had almost like that kind of like trashy crime yeah you know romance uh dialogue mm -hmm. sort of pulpy. in the yeah. bar yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I was done. Oh, with oh, the, the oh, scene I, where he meets his. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. See, I I was kind of, I was back and forth like on that though. a little bit. I I understand that it was that was the conceit by. By, the right either the writer or Fincher when he was directing, uh, but you know the more I think about it, in retrospect, I think it it sort of fits the whole yeah, atmosphere of the show and it sometimes. And that's the thing is, is particularly the first episode, so much of the dialogue seemed a little stilted, particularly yeah. when Jonathan Groff's character is uh, Holden, Holden Ford is addressing all these cops, you know, sort of basic beat cop types in like Nebraska or something, wherever it is that he goes. And he's using all these highfalutin Iowa, Iowa, wherever. I mean, it's somewhere <laughs> just, just. One bread, of those bread baskets. Square state. One of those states. Um, but, I mean, these are just, you know, normal, everyday people working their job, and then he goes in, he's, like, bombarding them with all these huge, multi-syllabic, polysyllabic, just confusing words, and he's talking about Freudian principles. It's like you at the crap. Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not bad. I don't think I'm that bad. Good no, God. You're not pretty. You're not. Uh, we're just we're just jerking your chain. <laughs> but he just he just seems like such such a pretentious douche nozzle. I like him. I do too. But also oh, I, I like I love the character. Rock, so I don't know. Well, I love the character, but the, that's that's the funny thing about it is he's so uptight. He's so detached from sort of reality, and he wants so badly to be taken seriously as an academic. And I guess that's that's what he views academics as is this is how they express them this is how they communicate at all times Mm -hmm. when in fact it's not really what they do Mm -hmm. um and that sort of um he changes drastically as the show goes on i'll just say that i won't i won't say much more but i'll just say that which he becomes a serial killer (laughs) read 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 read. (laughs) um but uh I like it. I think it's 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 it's, it's engrossing. Obviously, I've been binge watching it. So yeah, one thing I I noticed, just even in the first two episodes, is you know how Tim Burton has his kind of iconic look or yeah. version of American Suburbia. You know yeah. that kind of mm-hmm. blank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think David Fincher is almost getting his own version of that because, like, if you look at something like Gone Girl, Zodiac. Mm-hmm. And and then this, it's like this very slightly over the top, kind of glossy, dark uh, American suburbia, which is interesting. And so I think he's almost getting his own version of Tim Burton's suburbia style. But I mean, obviously that's not a huge part of it. But I did really like it. I mean, I, I'm. It was very stylized. <clears throat> I like the direction. Like he's obviously yeah knows what he's. It's very well directed. Thinking well, and doing. I was really disappointed that. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did do the score. It's a good score. But the I, score I is they, really good. I wish they had. Well, I mean, those made, those uh, are they do the scores for Fincher's for Fincher's films. Yeah, but because this is a, a serial show on Netflix, and he yeah, only did fine. a couple of episodes, yeah. and even though I think he is executive producing on the series as a whole, he only directed those two episodes, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't. Yeah, I was just hoping he would recruit them, but it's okay. Well. <laughs> You know, I'll get that for Netflix yeah, has money problems. Maybe they couldn't yeah. afford the, the Nine something. Inch Nails duo. They're releasing eighty movies next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal over there? I'm what the just, dealio? Yeah. I'm just so curious oh, as boy. to what's going on. But I am a little disappointed that I would much rather Fincher just do another film rather than two episodes of this show. I mean, he does them. I really like both episodes, but they're both very uneventful and. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'm fine with, but well, like, in terms of his, him releasing something only once every three, four years, I wish he could have just done, you know, this Girl with the Dragon Tattoo sequel or something. Well, like, that's, instead of this, I, but, I, I, I mean, it's, he did two episodes. It was roughly about two hours, just right. maybe just under two hours, which is film length. I mean, although. Yeah, but yeah. it's part, but Henderson, like, it's in, in, part of a bigger entity yeah, in terms, as yeah. opposed in terms to being of, like, its the own weight, thing. Like, Go, yeah. Like compared to like Gone Girl, it feels which so is a self, self contained, self contained. It just feels so much. I didn't like it so much. Why? Why that? Why so? <laughs> why? Why that? <laughs> Dragon tattoo? Or you mean Mindhunter? I mean Gone Girl. Oh, Gone Girl. Okay. Yeah. What? What you think of this? Mindhunter. Oh, you mean what we're actually talking about? Yeah. Either. It's all right. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why? <laughs> I have a hard time getting into this kind of stuff. It's just not my... 
Is it like just genre? Too too sad mm-hmm. and gross. Both. Yeah. Like for instance, I really want, I think I've used this example before. I really with like my whole heart wanted to watch Hannibal with Hugh Dancy. Oh yeah, it's good, yeah. Cuz it has Hugh Dancy. Mm-hmm. And it looks like aesthetically oh, very the, uh... The TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mads, sorry, Mads sorry. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. Hugh Dancy yeah. and, and Kristen, Kristen Dunst's fiancé, but more importantly, Hugh Dancy. Right. Yeah. The, the, the Dancy. <laughs> the, the Dancy, yeah. The Dance. The Dance. But, because <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I genuinely think he's a really good actor. And it, like, you. aesthetically very pleasing, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> Until you realize that coming from this beautiful flower garden is a bunch of decapitated people. And then you're, I just can't. It just made mm-hmm. me sick. I really wanted to watch it. But there we are. And this is the same kind of deal. Because you know I'm talking, the first, the big thing. Oh, I love, I the, did the, the not op- see o- that coming. The opening scene was, I mean, that's like a, it was intense. Oh, you, you know, with the. Mindhunter? Yeah, the, sh- the sh- uh, <laughs> Oh, the, the, the high, the, um. Really the hostage it. situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, really that, that, yeah, that was there. so pretty. I mean, it plays out like such a classic David Fincher. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like. Screw you, so I'm that, doing this. So yeah. that was strike number one, right? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, David Fincher, I'm, I'm getting it with his little, you know, very, him, the credits were very illustrated and intentional and everything mm-hmm. that you just see, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to describe it, like thriller music video, but real, mm-hmm. disgusting. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I don't know. I mean, I in terms of that opening scene, I think that kind of, goes into what the whole show is about where it's you're trying to understand why these people are killing or are or, or the guy in the beginning doesn't but why this person is doing what they do and then usually you can never find out why truly yeah. why you can you can spend all your time and energy on trying to figure it out but overall you're probably going to fail yeah. You know. Well they're so. trying to they're trying to figure out pathologies they're trying to figure out typologies they're trying to make a produce a method which is predictive of these type of behaviors and mm. that gets into a whole other I kind of thing. I do think it's very good timing. Like a lot of discussions they were having about like the day because mm-hmm. it's like the 70s or whatever are relatable. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would agree. I do think, like I think it's interesting. I just don't know if I'm going to watch all of it. I want to want to. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it is disturbing. You have to have a high threshold. For... And I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the yeah. stuff that these criminals that they're interviewing. Yeah, it just really upsets. Like, the trailer... Oh, God. The trailer upset me more than anything I've seen so far. I don't think so, I ever... Actually, I don't think I watched the trailer. So, I know I'm... I saw Jonathan yeah. Groff, and I said, Oh, my God, this would be great! And also, you know, he said, like, Hamilton and looking, like, relatively light kind of... Th- I said, Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. I couldn't get past the... Because Netflix kept throwing this up for me. Kept saying, Watch this, watch yeah. this, oh, watch this. The trailer and, made me... Because I'm... Well, I didn't even see the trailer. I just looked at the title and I went, Mindhunter. Oh, that sounds really (laughs) stupid. (laughs) It sounds like some terrible 70s science fiction show. Yeah, I think so. It just said that the title... I think that I'd be into now. (laughs) The title just didn't do it for me, but but after having watched it, I still don't understand the title, really. I mean, I understand... Mind hunter, but it, it just it just sounds so it's a, yeah hokey. But I think like I said, I think it's the I think it's the book title. Yeah, and also I think that's almost kind of how Fincher does works. It's like here, let's this we're marketing this as a serial killer show, but it's 
much more procedural, and then we're going to make it seem like it's just a well, it's, it's one-off show, but it's actually in much a sense more it's procedural. But that's not even the focus of the show. The focus of the show is again this this coterie, this coterie. Yeah, the innovation, their change to uh, psychological to behavioral sciences, yeah. which I am within the in. FBI, and how this has has informed. Uh, FBI investigations, you know, from from that point on, mm-hmm. and it's really it's really fascinating watching this institutional change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's all the really dirty, disturbing, gritty stuff that they interview these people that are obviously the backdrop that that's what forms the impetus for this change that they are right. pushing for. But um, the the crimes themselves and them investigating the crimes are not necessarily because the crimes are already done. The criminal's already captured. Right, it's like research for the future. confessed, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's not really, you know, we've got to go do, it's not like watching an episode of Bones. Oh, we got to look at the bones and feel the bones. <laughs> and we got to look at the corpse. And we got to look at the bugs, and the, you know, right? So, so it's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's kind of procedural, but it's not procedural. The procedure uh, is not, the procedure's already it's done. It's a fun mix. It's, it's more, again, how these people have pushed for a, a, a very significant change within our understanding of criminality. Yeah. I mean, I think that outlook of the show is almost kind of like how the girl with the dragon tattoo is where it is, and almost like Gone Girl, where it is like this trashy airport bookstore novel, but there's <laughs> a lot more uh, there than yeah. what it seems like, you know. Is well, it done with like empathy? I haven't seen enough. You know what I mean? Like Jonathan Groff, like where's Jonathan Groff's character coming from? It's. I don't know. Watch it is really all I can say. I know, you, I know you don't. I know you don't want to. Um, I think the stuff, the ones you saw with Ed Kemper, might be the yeah. the worst of it. Because he was really the stuff that he did was absolutely disgusting. And okay. The way that he ta- discusses it is very graphic. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I don't think there's anything else, if I remember correctly. If I'm wrong, I apologize. <laughs> but I don't think there's anything. I don't think any of the other criminals that they interview are, are quite as... Okay, no, I'm sorry. Done. No, there's... <laughs> they're, all pretty, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> no, they're all pretty bad. Great. Um, That's no bueno. If I can't get through... No bueno. Literally, if I can't get through Hannibal, which is like very... Fi- like, it's obviously fictitious, but it's like very clearly not realistic like intentionally it's very overdone it is, everything yeah, stylized, i right? can't it's stylized thank you henry i can't get through this <laughs> i can't deal with this that's all right it's just gonna make me too sad but yeah i mean i'll hopefully keep watching it i mean i do want to keep watching it's just coming to the show it's just yeah. ugh, it's all the time <laughs> it's part of it also appeals to my to my my academic background because uh the once once the doctor dr carr comes in and she's introduced and she brings in uh methodology in order to to maintain sort of rigorous scientific practices so that they have usable data that's sort of how i get my academic geek on because this is all kinds of stuff that i did when i was working on my dissertation that kind of thing so um, if you're an academic you're gonna get your geek on with this show. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it's not. It's not a huge part of the show, but but when she comes in and she's talking about producing, you know, um, replicable data sets and all this kind of stuff, and and it's it's. You get giddy. 
Yeah, you do. Woo. <laughs> it's like a, a child on Christmas morning. Yeah. No, it's not quite, but it's you just kind of go. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's not, it's quite. Little... <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Christmas. Close. Not quite Christmas. Close, but. Um, but it's just it's just fun. You kind of get little nods to yeah. to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You just kind of go, oh, that's nifty. I know what they're well, talking about. Well, now I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, now I have to go back. Gotta check it out. But yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, well, I guess we. I mean. We didn't spoil anything, I don't think, but we did kind of cover the whole show since you've seen most of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, I won't go into the details because you guys haven't watched further episodes. I won't discuss any of the other crimes that they, they talk about. And I won't discuss any of the personal issues involved, which there are quite a few. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting uh, because the personal lives of these people and how in some ways they parallel or or touch on or or tangent to what they are looking at is spooky in a way Mm -hmm. um because you don't know i mean these triggers these what they what they eventually refer to as stressors things that 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 push the criminal over the brink to commit specific acts um you can see these stressors rising up within the personal lives of these people. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's you're, you're kind of going, ooh, these people, I mean, they, they, they deal with these sort of gory, grotesque, upsetting, disturbing things every day, and, and, and do, they, do they have a breaking point? What, what separates them from the very criminals that they, you know? So there's yeah. that sort of... Like Hannibal. Well. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really just plugging Hannibal Hannibal! Here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should really watch that. You it's haven't supposed seen to be it? really good. You'd, yeah. You'd like it. There were only... There were only... I can't watch it, but in theory, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are only three seasons, unfortunately, but I did hear that there was a chance that Netflix That's might pick it up. Yeah. I hope it does, because oh, no. then I'd want to watch all of it. Yeah. But, I mean, if, only, if it's only three seasons... That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that is three a lot. Three seasons? Well, how many episodes are there per season? Probably 20. Eight. It's like eight or, nine, eight oh. or nine, ten, something like that. Oh. You know, it's a decent Well, I mean, there, there are the Netflix seasons, which are, you know, eight, ten episodes. But then there are normal yeah. broadcast television seasons, which are... At most it would be 20 12. something. It's at most it's like twelve, I think. It's not really. It's not a ton. Yeah. There okay. are a total thirty nine episodes. Thirteen in season 13. one. Thirteen. Thirteen in each season. Oh, okay. It doesn't it look like. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, uh, I just watch it for Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he awesome. means too dancey. He's <laughs> just getting <Well>, confused. <laughs> no, I don't even you know don't who like... Hugh Dancy is. Oh, are you joking? No. He's Prince Charmant, first of all. From El Enchanted, best movie ever made. I don't know if that you're movie. under a certain age Brilliant. and apparently a girl. Hmm? Oh, you like it? Brilliant. Have you seen it? <laughs> you. Uh, no, is that the one with Amy Adams? No. Oh my gosh. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, I'm not under That's a certain age. That's just enchanted. How could you get them confused? So. I know. Is that no. the way? Is that Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The movie's I, so dope. I think I saw that. Carrie Maybe. Elves is the bad guy. The guy from Princess Bride, Princess the bad Bride. guy. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, whatever. It's so good. Anyway, Hugh right. Dancy's a good actor. He's, he's in good. The, he's in the about Adam. No. Already brother. Adam. Shoot. Is this just called Adam? I think it's about Adam. Whatever. He plays the guy with Asperger's. He does a really good job. Okay. He's a great actor. He is. Brain does I... And he's dreamy. So there we go. I'll show you a picture Brain is dreamy. Oh. Well, I'll go pick up the latest copy of Tiger Beat. <laughs> I don't and know get what his that poster is. and put that up on my wall. What's Tiger Beat? 
Oh my god. <laughs> Uh-oh, here we go. We oh my god. Going down the rabbit hole. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm an old codger. Maybe. You've you never, you never heard of Tiger Beat? I don't... For real? He's, he's got that studly lantern jaw thing going. <laughs> Dang. Um... <laughs> he was in Confessions of a Shopaholic, for goodness sake. I, okay. Did you not see that, Reed? <laughs> that no. one was a joke. <laughs> okay. With Isla Fisher, though. I Tiger know. Beat was a magazine. Oh, he's in the path. Have you seen that? That shows crap. Was that the it's one? Not good. It's on Hulu. Oh, that's one with uh, Aaron, Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. He knows Aaron Paul, and he doesn't know Hugh Dancy. What I've mess. seen Breaking Bad. I like Breaking <laughs> Bad. What's that? What's Tiger? I also I also really liked Eye in the Sky, which Aaron Paul was in that. That was a very good film. What's Tiger Gut? Tiger Beat. <laughs> tiger Gut. They're like a cat gut that they used for violin strings and they used to string tennis rackets with it. No. Tiger Beat was a magazine, I think it was back in the seventies. It was for targeted towards towards teenage females and it put all the hunky pop actor stars and, and you know, would talk about tidbits, you know. Mm. I feel like your dancey wasn't in that. Well, I feel like he was in utero. During if that he was time. back, you were out back in the seventies. He would have been. He would have been uh, <laughs> featured on a poster in Tiger Beat. Right. I can't believe you guys don't know Tiger Beat. We'll, Go look it up. Sorry. Sometime. We'll check it out. We'll check Go it look out. it up sometime. Yeah. All right. Well, any other thoughts on Mindhunter for right now? Go go go! Check oh. it out. I, I don't know if we should do a star ring since it's a TV show. What do you mean? Or sh- should we? Uh, Netflix does. Four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah, I give it four and oh a half. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, um, the Finchman. recuse myself. <laughs> Is that the right term? <laughs> no. I don't yeah, know. Why are you recusing yourself, though? It's the wrong term. Because I don't, I'm just going to be so, I can't do a f- fair job because right. it's just so out of TBA. my. TBA. You're TBA. Your star ring is TBA. TBA. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it two and a half. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. The acting's just not the best either. I, I love Jonathan I like Groff. Acting. It's just not the best. Jonathan Groff is good. I really like... I like the girl. I like uh, the girl, too. The the Jonathan Groff's girlfriend? or yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. The doctor hasn't really come in yet for you guys. Okay. Uh, who's the actress that plays her? Is Hannah that Hannah Gr- Gross? Hannah Gross. And then Anna Torv, I think, is Dr. Carr, Wendy Carr. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I recognize Anna Torv. What has she done before? Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat. I don't think so, because it was mostly young, tiger gut? young men. <laughs> yeah, Tiger, tiger gut. gut. Here, I'm, I'm looking at her thingy. So she was in French, Heavenly Sword, The Daughter. I've never heard of any of uh, these. Yeah, she, she doesn't do much good stuff here. That's the girlfriend? No, that's the other girl. Anna Torv, who plays the doctor. Jeez. Yeah, so. Weird. I don't know why I recognize her, because I don't know any of those <laughs> films slash shows. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Perhaps I'm confused. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. So I guess we can get into the little bit of news we have this week. So there's a new trailer for the... <laughs> New Mutants, which is the 20th Century Fox Marvel X-Men part of that franchise, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're mutants. And it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> new one. Yeah. The new one. And so this is... <laughs> Not the old one. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is kind of a one-off... You know, no. 
Or no. It's not a one-off. All right. It's a, Trays. All I'm, right. I'm building the narrative here. <laughs> uh, almost kind of like how Deadpool is, where it's kind of, it's slightly off track from the main X-Men franchise, but yeah. it is going to have apparently three films in this series, and it's made, it's kind of like a horror film, like a like haunted house or something. Yeah. But well, this one's—it's not part of the MCU. It doesn't overlap with the original X Men, not even the way that Deadpool does. Yeah, uh, because you actually do get—well, you get Colossus and you get teenage Negasonic Overdrive, whatever. I—I <laughs> I think she's a fabricated character. I don't remember her from the X Men comics at all. But mm. um, I bet she's real. Maybe she is. Maybe she came after I stopped reading. The comics. Uh, I don't. I don't recognize her. The, the closest analog I can think of would be uh, a character called Jubilee. But um, oh, they said they said <laughs> like that. The director said that that character was gonna be in the second one. Jubilee. Yeah. Okay. Because there are gonna be three. I'm just telling you. That's all I. I got. know. I don't. I, I know okay. nothing about this world. Um. But I guess this is like an entirely standalone, no no overlap with the MCU or anything like that. Yeah. And, and I saw it, and, and again, you know, horror isn't really my forte, but I will say that they've done some really fascinating stuff with horror films the last few years. Because again, it's it's moved away from, from the slasher flicks, and and I'm, I will say, I'm thoroughly dismayed about this jigsaw piece of shit that they're going uh, out with. It looks pretty bad. It looks horrible, right? It looks really bad. I mean, I agree. So I was happy that, that we were getting stuff more like, well, I mean, Crimson Peak that we just did the retro review of, but um, also, what, The Witch, and, I mean, What's even... What's the girl? Isn't she in that? Oh, Anya Taylor-Joy? She's in... She might be. She was just in something else recently. She was in Split. With James, That's right. With Professor X. Yeah. Mm. So many connections. Um, Go figure. But horror films generally, they've been playing to more sort of supernatural anxiety, fear, thriller type things rather than like slasher, yeah, gore, uh, which I think is good. It it plays more on your mind rather than your visceral response to. Yeah, I mean, but I think this. I mean, I'm excited that they're gonna do a horror, comic book film, but I think it does look, somewhat generic. There's nothing really in it that yeah. was that. Maybe we'll see inspired. how they even reused the like, yeah. Well, we'll see how the mutant the scary thing stuff has been done. We'll see how the mutant thing comes into it because that could be sort of a I I don't know it could be a twist it could it could just be cliche but then again it could be different yeah yeah um I mean I'm just thinking about Legion yeah. on TV Legion's which I thought best. was absolutely remarkable mm-hmm. I am Me too. so I need to go see if that's out on DVD because it, it is, is so good awesome I don't know if it is yet but. And they drew, actually, I mean, a lot of it was sort of 70s sci-fi type yeah. stuff, obviously. But I think they also drew, to some extent, from from horror. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> and um, they did such a good job with it there. And sort of, like, cross-genre, uh, splicing all these different genres together to create this one show. Yeah, and they did such a good job with it that... Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, yeah. this, I am saying this with Marvel coming <clears throat> off of the Inhumans, which is a monstrous disaster. But did, wait, did you actually see it? I haven't. I've seen bits <laughs> of like pieces. It's like a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <gasps> it's oh awful. So did Green... No, shoot. And, what was and his I didn't name? Have... 
Green Hornet? No. The one with Seth Rogen? That guy? Yeah, Green Lantern. Green. No. No, no that's no. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. That was Ryan Reynolds. Green. The, oh. No, the Green Hornet. I like the one that. you're talking about. That has like a 2%. Oh, really? I like really? it. Really? Yeah. You liked that? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't seen it since middle school though, yeah. so. Okay. Jerry's out a little let's bit. Let's do a return. <laughs> yeah, watch that one again. <laughs> yeah. Next next superhero film comes out, we'll watch Green Horn. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Come, I just love that. Come Rogan. Thor Ragnarok, we'll, we'll review Green yeah. I'm not seeing that movie. Okay. You're not? Why? Heck no. I haven't seen any of them. So what? This one, Thor Ragnarok is... It looks stupid. The buzz around Thor Ragnarok right now. Didn't somebody, didn't somebody reveal the plot? The ending? Uh, Hulk. What's his face? Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo? He, he revealed something, but it wasn't that big. Uh, I just don't... I just don't get it. They're just doing it for money now, I feel like. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Well, it's all isn't about the money. that why they make a lot of these films? No, is I just money? mean like they're just trying to like turn them out now. They don't really care what... It just seems whatever. All right. I don't know. I mean, in within that MCU, the Captain, the Avengers films, the Captain America, Doctor Strange, all that kind of stuff. They keep producing decent films. Well, well, Chloe, what was the last one you liked? The X Men count. Sure. Probably the last X Men movie. When was that? Was that last year? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. It's like two years. The X Men franchise is pretty moribund, if you ask me. That one, those weren't oh, very good. Oh, I really like the X Men. That's <gasps> those. Those aren't even. Those aren't <laughs> even Marvel films. Two thumbs up for those the X Men. Those are Sony films. You asked yeah. me what the last. What was what, what was the question then? Right, are you talking about? Are you talking about Logan? Oh, lo- oh yeah, Logan. Or are you talking amazing. about? X Men Apocalypse with Oscar I Isaac. I didn't see Logan. What? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! You have to see Logan. You have to see Logan. It's so good. I it's heard it amazing. wasn't so good. It's oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It's, amazing. it's <laughs> such a throwback just... to the old uh, spaghetti western. Uh, it's so good. Gotta do that. It's one. so good. Big one. The X Men films are kind of. Oh, disagree. How dare! Really? Me like, too. Uh, I love it. We talk about of, this all the time. Days of Future Past. X- okay, X2. okay, okay. I'm sorry. X2, I forgot X1. those. Oh, you meant the old ones? First class. I don't like The Last Stand. That's the only one I don't mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I liked... The Same first thing. one was okay. The second one I actually kind of enjoyed. The second one I actually thought was pretty Quite decent. Uh, X-Men Last Stand was me. Bad. That one sucks. Um, Burt Ratner. First class was awesome. Yeah, which, stop hating. You didn't like Days of Future Past? Um, Days of Future Past was pretty good. Not <laughs> great, but pretty good. <laughs> I like Future... And that's, like that's probably but, my favorite of the franchise. But, I mean, the last X-Men film that they put out was Apocalypse. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Really? Yeah. I didn't love it, but I did, I thought it was pretty good. Same. I saw it for free outside. That's, like, I mean, two of my was... favorite things. You saw what? I wasn't bored. I saw it bored. for free outside. Oh, nice. I love things outside, and I love free things. Cool. So, I'm just saying my state of mind might have influenced how yeah. I feel about it. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to help you it's out, Brian. Biased opinion, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cut that down. The free and outside. Yeah. I give it five stars. <laughs> I'm glad we understand each other. But, I mean, I would, well, I would say Logan is my favorite of the, or if oh. that's if that can be included in the X Men. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's an X Men. He was in the original amazing. series. It's that's. Amazing. I mean, that, that that film is just head and shoulders above the entire rest of the franchise, and that's including it. First Class, which I actually quite like. But yeah. Logan is just yeah. outstanding as a right. as a film, not not even as a like a superhero film, just as a film. Yeah, there are sometimes films just transcend the genre that they come from, like Empire Strikes Back. I still hold that as a brilliant piece of filmmaking, not yeah. a brilliant piece of science fiction filmmaking, but 
a brilliant piece of filmmaking. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Logan is just amazing. Oh, and the black and white version is but, awesome. But, I mean, I that's, mean, those are, oh, it's so good. those are Sony <laughs> properties as opposed to actual Marvel properties like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. So, but, and I think, um, I think the, most of the Marvel films have actually been really good. I mean, the only I, one that I that I didn't really just go gonzo for was uh, Iron Man three. Oh, I loved Iron Man three. I it, it seemed too scattered in terms of the plot and what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad film. It was still better than most of the direct that DC has put out, but the plot it seemed to be trying to go to so many different directions. Plus, I feel Bing Kingsley was woefully. I don't like misused. Bing Kingsley. I love the kids. Never have. Am I go, because go I watch Sexy Beast. I, I've seen it. I oh, know. Oh, it's so good. He's uh, so awesome. It's so he awesome. He was. I don't know. What was the other one? I think Sand, I had to watch Sand, Gandhi too many times. I had to watch Sand Gandhi Castle. every other day. Hmm? There was one that he did back in the 90s, early 2000s. Sand Castle, something like that. Castles in the Sand. Sure thing. Something. <laughs> Maybe. He was, he was go quite good in that. I mean, for me, honestly, I'm getting a little tired of him. But, I mean, I'll always see them, just out of curiosity, but... Anyway, I'm, I don't... I'm not. I mean, they're, 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 there's a constant barrage of them, but the thing is, they keep making decent films, and they're always fun to watch. Yeah. And the Captain America properties, which I never would have expected, I think are actually really good. Um, they did a spectacular job with Winter Soldier, and they did a spectacular job with Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thor Ragnarok, I don't know. I thought it was going to be some some horrible piece of of just sort of seventies fantasy, yeah, clap trap. But apparently, what's like. directed by your guy though? The uh, the guy that did uh, Hunt, for, Hunt the for the Wilder People. Why 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 TT? Dang, is it? Yeah, and shoot. We do, and what we do in the shadows. Crap. Yeah. Now I have to see it. Which I love. I don't like what we do in the, the shadows. shadows very much. Oh, you don't? I didn't. Oh, it's hilarious. It's really I, I, I didn't love it, but I. I think my expectations were just way too high. Yeah. Dang it! Now I have to see, see? it. <laughs> Sorry, Chloe. What we do in the shadows is such a. Would you Would you like your sandwich to say if you somebody had fucked it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I do. That's so funny. <laughs> oh. Kind of bummed now. Anyways, new mutants. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. It just seems too genre uh, to cross because they're supposed to cross over with other ones. So my no, question is, why do all the Game stuff. of Thrones actresses keep showing up in X Men films? Because they're weird. It's, that's funky gonna it's looking. gonna bring in like, oh, Game of Thrones. I know her. Yeah. Macy Williams. Macy Williams. Is, yeah. yeah. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Who just got engaged to Joe Jonas after less than a year. Oh really? Yeah. You see, Michael Fassbender got married to yeah. Lucy Vikander. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They tied the knot, Brayden. They did it. I didn't even know they were seeing each other. <laughs> what? Let's talk about all this. For three years. <laughs> oh, really? Good. Was it that long? Yes. Good for them? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I'm gosh. shocked. Gossip. That's the last I don't, I don't, I, don't I just watch the movies. I don't give a shit this about This is the only lives. area where I thrive in knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's... This and movies made before 1940. Hmm. Just kidding. That's a very strange. That's your niche. 1950. Before 1950. Niche, yeah. Very strange split <laughs> in terms of info. Meh. Anything pre nineteen fifty or celebrity modern couples. celebrity relationships. Yeah, I can tell you everything. Contemporary celebrity. Ask me a question about celebrity or name a celebrity. I'll give you a fact. Any celebrity. I don't know. That's not. 
<laughs> yeah, let's not. Aw. Maybe off show. Oh. I don't know what do th- I'm sorry, Chloe. I'm really let down here. Um, I don't okay, know. Uh, I can't think of any celebrities. I don't pay attention uh, to their private uh, lives. Uh, That's Leo. why they call them private lives. Leo. Leo? Yeah. His dad was a, a comic book artist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. That's cool. What do you work <laughs> yeah. on? Huh? What do you work on? Like his own comic books. Oh. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Now you, now you know. <laughs> I bet. See? Yeah. That's something that nobody really knows about. Yeah. Leonardo Listen, DiCaprio. There you go. Everybody thinks he, every, they know everything about him. Because, yeah. No, they're wrong. <laughs> you have proved them wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about all the news we got. <laughs> no, it's not. Is there another big piece of news? Yeah. What's that? There's a movie, but I can't remember right now. Dang. Give me a second. Black that's... Panther. I want to see... Is that Marvel? Oh. I want to see yeah, that. Yeah, that's Marvel. That yeah, looks yeah. good. Travis Bozeman. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, I, I didn't bring that up because that's the, like, second trailer, so I just... I didn't know there was a second trailer, Henry. Oh, no, there... no, that's the second trailer that you watched that just yeah. came out. There's one there, of a couple... I, th- I thought there were actually two Black Panther trailers. There is not. Well, I mean, there's... I think there's a teaser and then there's a full one... Like a month and a half ago. This is a new one. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think it looks good. So, it did, I mean, again. Stranger Things trailer. Oh, for season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. couldn't give a crap, but I'll try it again. I love, I love Stranger the kid. Things. I love the kid from It, so I'm going to try it uh, again. Why do you hate Stranger I Things? I just thought it was really boring. My best friend thought it was boring, too, and she was oh. recovering from her wisdom teeth, so she was on, like, drugs, and she still thought it was boring. Uh. Oh, I know it. I'll try it again. Grr. I'll try it again. I drive past Jordan High School all the Did time. Did you like I might it? As well. hmm? Did you like it? No. no, she gave it a one. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. You said, oh, give it give it a three, but because the guy kissed the girl, yeah. it's a one. Mm-hmm. That's Never fair. Never mind, then. <laughs> no, because, no, I did, to be f- I did enjoy, <sighs> I liked a lot of, of it. I liked a lot of it. I liked the okay. kids. I basically liked Eddie and Richie is mm-hmm. the point of the story. Yeah. They really carried the whole thing for me. <laughs> well, Stranger Things, I mean, uh, the supernatural so angle and all the sort of science, the That's 70s, 80s right science fiction stuff. Exactly. I loved it. But what I thought was really good about it is the relationship. It didn't go the way of, of this, the, the, you know, oh, the guy that everybody likes ends up with the girl that everybody likes. It's a little more complicated than that. That's good because they're about three so, years old. You know, I think we've, um, no, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the teenagers. They're older siblings. Oh, they're dating in real life. Who are? The old, the sister and the... Not the sister and the brother. The older siblings are dating each other in real life. Okay. Is is it <laughs> is anyone having deja vu from pre- previous... Did we talk about this? Like four times. <laughs> we've we've kind of just... We're <laughs> close. Our brain's like, oh, I love Stranger Things. And Chloe's like, oh, it's boring. <laughs> Okay, we probably have had this like, conversation like, before. Oh, the 80s nostalgia, I love it. And I was like, <laughs> I can't help it, just boring. Anyways. But I think I'm going to Stranger Fest. Have you seen that? No. It's like to raise your Halloween plans. I figured it out for you. I have to house sit. It's not on Halloween. Halloween plans, Halloween plans means the entire week surrounding Halloween. Okay. It's like my birthday. Okay. The Is events it really? go on. Is that really your birthday? No, I mean, oh, okay. my birthday, your birthday. Birthday week. Okay. I don't do that. 
Anyway, we don't. Do you should that. do Stranger Fest. They're doing. They're transforming this. G- sounds really odd when you say it. It's a real thing. It's for. They're, they're it's for charity and everything. They're transforming in Raleigh. Like it's the it's a parking garage. They're making it into the under, upside down world or whatever. It looks super neat. Okay, that is kind of cool. Yeah, you gotta go. They're Michael Bay. It's it? like five dollars. Transform. And like I said, you get. I don't know. I was just making a joke. It's okay. I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was too in the moment. Yeah. All right. Well, with that done, let's just move on to some listener questions. All right. So the film buds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. And you can also reach us on Twitter and Facebook. If you like, always love hearing from you. Uh, so feel free to send us any questions, comments, criticisms, whatever you like. (laughs) Not criticisms. Just stop listening. Did they send us any hate mail about my commentary about uh, soccer in the U.S. last week? Nothing. No? Nothing yet. Okay. You didn't get the one I sent? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't direct. I just, I just, I was just saying that I don't think soccer is so widely popular that, that we're producing the caliber of stars yeah. that you know, shine for, on the world except stage. Except for me. Except for you. Yeah. Obviously. Except for there, there, there's the one kid who's 19 years old, plays in the Bundesliga. I can't remember his name, but he's a bit of a phenom. But deja vu. Uh, Alexi Lawless <laughs> actually was talking about this. I heard him talking about it. And he said the men's team, there's some actually some good talent, but they just didn't gel. Yeah. And he thinks a lot of they has didn't to do, do with... team bonding. I'll bet you anything. They didn't well, go what camping they, together. They, they dumped Jurgen Klinsmann, right, and then brought yeah. in some uh, Bruce Arena, mm-hmm. and so he was saying that that might have had an impact on uh-huh. in terms of che- team the the team gelling cementing Man. together. So, hmm. anyhow, I don't know. Anyhow, sorry. <laughs> Questions for that? I was just expecting some people to write in with vitriol about <laughs> no, my. I, maybe we just don't have much of a soccer audience out there yet. Perhaps not. Yeah. This maybe. is a film show, not a soccer show. <laughs> yeah, we'll so. get there. I'd get my team to listen to it, but I talk about all of them. Oh, right. That, that would be a little awkward. Be awkward. Well. All right. So this one's from Luke Richardson in D.C. Uh, so he says, Dear Buds, do you think a film can suffer... Ooh, typo there. Uh, can suffer from being... Henry? That's not nice. It's not my fault. <laughs> That's a typo. Typos happen. Yeah. For all you Start it over. I, I was just, I was just noticing it. Give, Sorry, Luke. Give Luke the respect. Okay. So, do you think a film can suffer from being too loyal to the novel or other source material? With the Snowman film coming out, which I read the book and loved, it seems as though what really worked in, in words did not translate well into visual form. Who should decide if uh, if and when to stay loyal to uh, source material, material or steer clear from this from it? Sorry, That's a I messed good up. Question. How do you go about doing that? That's, or like it. That is a, a fascinating question. I th- for me, I, I, I think the, the, the determining factor is how well-known and how beloved is the source material. But I don't know. E- but, e- but even with think that, so... about the Dark Tower? Because the, then if you say, <laughs> like, so apparently, at least in terms of the snowman, what I've read of the reviews, which I guess we're reviewing next week, that's like the only thing coming so out. So much murder. That or, G- that or Geostorm. Geostorm, <laughs> 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 so excited, Geostorm. Darn. <laughs> okay. Well, that little thing done. If we're um, doing that, can we do a retro view of Armageddon? Because oh, Michael God. Bay. Oh, God. It's two and a half hours. Michael slog. Bay. Two and a half hour slog of... Uh, Ooh, for the retro view, we should do I that. Love... For the retro view, we should do the Michael Keaton movie where he turns into a snowman. 
Oh, yeah. Which one's that? <laughs> Dad, Dad Frost. Dad Frost. I don't know what Yeah, that. it's... Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. That's it. Yeah. Oh, right. Like right. Okay. Character. Oh, my down. God. <laughs> so, any, uh, okay, so anyways, what, what I've read about it is what gives the novel this really creepy, chilling vibe. Mm-hmm. Chilling? <laughs> If you can see Brain, he was giving air quotes. Air quotes. Chilly. <laughs> it was more... Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> so, what then, uh, is when, when put onto the screen, it was just laughably bad. And so, even though they stayed close to the source material, whether it's well known or not, doesn't mean it's going to work. That's what Luke's saying. Yeah. And so, it, it's kind of a hard thing to do because even if it works so well in the novel or the the source material Mm. should that just to stay loyal to the work and the author should you still put it on screen if it if it doesn't work or should the director or filmmakers have say in changing it i think this touches on like a really important facet of filmmaking like there has to be a serious passion and devotion to what you're working with i think like i think if the person Who's writing the screenplay, or what? Ha- you know, any part really, but probably mostly the screenplay. If they care about the book enough, as opposed to like, you know, like say that someone who made a an Avengers movie didn't read all the comics or whatever, like they're not going to relate to the audience. They're going with the most number. Mm-hmm. One. Like, for, if you're pro- if you're at that point, you're probably a, hopefully a good writer, right? So what's more important at that point is caring about the material. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Good question. Yeah. Like, Silver Lang's Playbook, best book ever. When I first got in the theater, I was so excited because it was, like, literally shot for shot, like, what I had in my head because it's how it's written in the book, right? And then they just change all the characters from, like, the whole plot, and it pisses me off. Mm. So, you know. Well, that's that's kind of the problem. I mean, that's what I was speaking to with, with regard to how well-known and how beloved is the source material because right. if somebody already has... Right. If somebody loves that source material, and a lot of people love that source material, they all go in and they already have sort of preconceptions. They already have notions, preconceived right. notions about what what should be in the film, what these characters are like, who would portray these particular characters. Right. And so mm-hmm. when that differs from what the screenwriters or the director do, mm-hmm. the more people have these pre- preconceived notions, and, and the more they love the material, the more inflexible they will be with these Right with these notions and so then a film could fall flat because it doesn't resonate at all with the fan base yeah. but, but well, also okay oh, go, so. go ahead okay well i was also going to say with that if you just think of artistic license or dramatic license where someone who but like if you take a director like fincher or christopher nolan who let's just say they don't know comic books that well but yeah. they have their own style they go in and take bits and pieces from something mm-hmm. and make it something completely different from what the source material is but it's their own vision is that okay if it's still good like i think so i think so well I, I, the big thing that comes to my mind is uh watchmen yeah because there's there's a pretty significant plot point in the graphic novel that alan moore wrote which Zack Snyder did not incorporate. He changed it drastically in the film, 
and largely the film sticks close to the source material and the choices in terms of, of scripting, casting, all of that work really well. Um, and then this one thing that he changed, which actually turns into a very significant plot point later in the film. I want to know so badly now. Well, I, can, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, we're I mean, off it's, it's, been out, oh, it's been out for like, well, in the, in the comics, years. So. In, the, in the graphic novel, I forget exactly who it was, but there was somebody that was, they were creating these giant mutant beasts and then dropping these giant mutant beasts in places like New York and so forth and with the point of trying to combine humanity in a unified way against this perceived alien threat. Well, that's neat. Right? Well, in the film, what they did, what, what they did in the film instead was they pinned all of this on Dr. Manhattan, <gasps> which was, I thought was fascinating because again, Dr. Manhattan, and this is in keeping with the original graphic novel, Dr. Manhattan uh, becomes further and further distanced from humanity because I mean, he is, he is a god for all intents and purposes. He can create everything. He can create life. He can create reality. He can. He, and so at the end of the, at the end of the film and at the end of the comic book, both he he says, "Well, I'm done with humanity. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go make my own universe." Oh, well, that's nice. Like, like literally, he just yeah, I'm done. I'm gonna go make my own universe. I wish I could do that because he can. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So. But here. Um, the character Ozymandias was, I believe, actually is able to, the project, if you remember the project that he's working on with Dr. Manhattan, he then uses that to essentially decimate New York City and then pins it on Dr. Manhattan. Oh, no. And then Dr. Manhattan says, well, now humanity <laughs> hates me, but you know what? I don't really care. I'm out of here anyways. I'm going to go make my own universe. Hmm. And um, hmm. I, I thought that you, was sort I feel of, like I know less than I did before. <laughs> I thought that was a sort of a fascinating departure from the original source material. Yeah. Oh. Well, and it made sense. What about? And I think actually. Are we gonna talk about Harry Potter better. now? Yes. We can talk about Harry Potter. No, no. I was just gonna say. I was gonna ask Chloe. You're na, the na, na, you're the Potter girl. I knew it was coming. <laughs> so you're the Potterhead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you don't want to be a Potter file. <laughs> I'd much rather be a Potterhead than Potter a Potterhead. Okay. Okay. You're. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now, do you like all the films? Yes. Well, Half Blood Prince is my least favorite. But, Still enjoy it. But are they. Were you okay There's, with the. Now, were there a bunch of changes? There weren't that, changes as much, as much as they left out a lot of stuff, which is understandable. Yeah. And I feel like at that point, you're just excited to see this world realized, at least to some degree. But they stuck to the plot. Like, they didn't, you know. Like, what are some of the major things that they left out? Because I've, I have read they all the books. They leave out Quidditch. Like, nothing major. I, well, I yeah. Quidditch, you can't go... Big into Quidditch because. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying they left yeah. out stuff. That, this is what I'm trying to. They left out stuff that is relatively Minor. unimportant, just mm-hmm. exciting. You know, loads of stuff. And it's the thing with the Half Blood Prince is they emphasized the like romance, like romance, whatever bits more than I would have. I think most people would like. All my friends agree. Like it's just too much. That's the one that the strays romance. the. Between everybody, it's so stupid. Oh. They're like, "Oh, they're teenagers now." Yeah. We're like, "We want the we want the good stuff." If you're only giving us two and a half hours, pretend it's funny, you know, that's not Just what my, we. My body's changing, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, but 
that's the one that's the one that definitely de- leaves from the book the most. Which ends my least favorite. So there we are. Yeah. But overall, I mean, they like I said, they stick to the world. Blah blah blah. Well, that's the thing is is the major points, particularly the Voldemort the, the climax. They changed Voldemort's eye color. That really pissed me off. Huh. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I'm such just a kidding. Minor thing. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But uh, I mean, in terms of the climax, to see the the events that happen at the climax, yeah, it's exactly the, book, the same. It's the exact same. It's literally exactly the same. That's what matters. Um, That's what we love. I don't know about the tone with regard to the romance versus what was in. Yeah. What was in the actual book itself? The funniest thing, the funniest. This is kind of unrelated, but everyone's favorite change is uh, Mean Dumbledore because in the books he's just lovely and fluffy all the time, (laughs) and everyone relates to the Goblet of Fire where he's like, "Harry, did you put your?" He like. Like runs across the room. Angry yeah. disciplinarian yeah. Dumbledore. Yeah, and yeah. literally in the book it says like he softly whispered like it's like so that's funny. So you know, but that kind of thing's not really going to upset anyone. I like it. I liked it. You know? I don't I know. I mean he is still headmaster of a school. Yeah. He's gotta be, you know, a bit of a disciplinarian yeah. at times. And I mean they leave out characters like there's no winky. What's that about? Damn, I miss Winky. Where's Winky? Yeah. You know? There's no, I mean... Who's Winky? I don't know. He's a house... Oh, my God, he's a house elf. Okay. So, <laughs> but what I'm saying is they keep the important things. We know we're not going to get everything because that'd be unreasonable, you know. But, again, this is what I'm saying. They spent a lot of time and effort thinking about... Because the people who made it probably care about it, number one, because it's mm-hmm. kind of a stretch at that point. It wasn't the norm, kind of like it is now. These like yeah. long series and everything, you know. Keep talking. I guess. Oh, I oh, there's there's one thing that I remembered that which I thought was very important, which they didn't really do much in the film, which was um, creature. Oh, love creature. In the in the final book. I know he's much more relatable in the book than in the movies. Well, in the in the last book, he's or very movie, important. He's only in one. Yeah. His role in terms of what was it? it finding the big. wand or finding... Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty big. Ollivander. Mm-hmm. And he's barely... I know. ...present. But, I mean, again, it. I don't think it... Again, there's only so much it, you can do. They left out spew. They yeah. leave out lots of stuff, you know, but... I think they had to just because, again, even time. though the films were long and they did break that last book into the, the Death of Gals into two parts... It's just time. There's so much material in the books that you and, have to... you know... I'll just I'll just say this. They didn't butcher it the way that they did with the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower right. is seven books. Right. The fourth book is friggin' huge. Yeah. The Wizard in Glass. And it's a brilliant piece of... I, I think it's a really good book to read. Yeah, which in the way translates um, to what I was saying before. You have to invest and care about what you're putting out enough to... Yeah. yeah you have to believe well, in it. See, I think the director... Any good. I think the director did, but, but the studio just said which no. Which one? <laughs> The that movie stu- was a mess. Well, yeah, the studio just said, no, we, 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 we're not giving you the budget. We're yeah. not giving you the time. We're sure as hell not going to allow you to turn this into a seven, eight film right. series. And yeah. why not? Like, Harry Potter was it for, like, my generation. So, yeah. like, do it again. Don't be losers. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of changing gears if in terms of caring about the material. What Look, look at The Shining. Mm-hmm. So, amazing movie. But yeah. it's drastically different. And even Stephen King denounced it you know even he said just said you know i don't like it all the changes you made even though it's 
considered to be like one I mean, of the best is, horror films is, of all time. It is one of the best horror films. It's yeah. great. <clears throat> yeah, and so is that. There's another Halloween plan for you guys. <laughs> They're showing it lots of places. Oh, really? Nice. Have fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Braden, you want to make a date of it? Sure. <laughs> the Shining. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a tough call. Depends on what's the, what the material is. Material is who's involved. The one I think about though is my favorite author is Daniel Wallace. I've probably said that on here before, but anyway, he's from here, from Chapel Hill. Oh anyway, right, yeah. Uh-huh. He's the bomb. dot com, and is his, that his website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he he wrote a book called Big Fish, and it Tim Burton made into a movie. It's quite successful. Ewan McGregor, Helena Bonham Carter, obviously. Oh It's right. like my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it is that. not my favorite book, which is, like, I hate even saying it out loud, because he's my favorite author, but the book is totally different, or I should say, the movie's totally different from the book. Like, mm. the whole tone has changed, a lot of the plot is, like, it's just super changed. Well, I'm just And Daniel Wallace didn't like it, he was mad about it, but I liked it, but I liked it more, so I'm like, what Still the heck? Still a great film. I'm like, what the heck? So this yeah. is, this is my plot, uh, I mean, my point of... Maybe I'm stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you're always going to piss off somebody, probably. Yeah. I so. mean, no, I don't think any adaptation of a novel is, is going to be, always be 100%. Yeah, no. I mean, you look at what he did with Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And everybody loved Lord of the Rings. I mean, even the diehard Tolkien fans. They had a few problems, but it was mostly little nitpicky things. But if you ask them overall, did you like the series? Did you like the films? Yes. If you ask them, did they, do you like the extended director's cut of the, third film more than the theatrical release, they'll say yes because there's a lot of stuff in the, in the director's cut. Love the director's cuts. Yeah, they're great, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, that's that's what they should do, honestly. I think. The Tolkien son ha- hated them, though. Really? Yeah. He said he they turned his father's novels into action blockbusters. What an Adam Sandler from the Mayowitz Report. <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> so wrong. What's it called? The Mayowitz Stories. Stories? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a spinoff to the Colbert Report. <laughs> I was thinking about Colbert because he's obsessed with he's like, obsessed oh, with oh, yeah, Lord of the I Rings. mean, okay, let's let's look at let's look at The Hobbit then, right? So then Peter Jackson goes back and revisits The Hobbit, which was what spurred Tolkien to go on and write uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings stories and then That's flesh out the whole Middle Earth uh-huh. uh, mythos. Uh-huh. And the Hobbit films were okay. Not so good. No, they were not They're so good. Right. They're not so good. I was really sad. And the thing is, I only fantasy. saw the last one. Mm-hmm. Only saw the last one. You only saw the last the one? Second yeah. one. But I like the second one. I like the second one out of the most out of all of them. And too. I mean, I think he tried to stay closer to the source material. I mean, because he took one book, which is shorter than any one it's of like, the two novels. It's my favorite. I love The Hobbit. Yeah, it's like 290 or something. Two, yeah. 280 pages. It's yeah. considerably shorter than any of the Lord of the Rings novels. Well, because... He stretched it into three films so that he could fit in all the extra stuff to try to remain... And it was... You know, you have to remember, a film is not a novel. A novel is not a film. The two will not tr- translate directly. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the point is, you know, a three-film series like Lord of the Rings... Well, what was it? Four films? Three. 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 Okay. Felt like four, am I right? Well, I can't remember. Right, Chloe. I can't. I can't remember. I need to go back and watch them again. All the Tolkien nut jobs will, will come out of the work. Brayden thinks. So. But um, 
I think we're overestimating our audience. We have, like, <laughs> we, have, so we have a soccer niche. We have a Lord of the Rings niche. Maybe we do. I don't know. I don't know who's out there listening. <laughs> or, yeah. But, um... <laughs> I mean, the two the two mediums do not translate directly. I agree there. Yeah, one Most to of the, the other. Time. It's not it's not a one to one translation thing. What about like uh, so? And I think the other the other Gone big girl. factor, which which did you stop stealing my line? <laughs> Andrew, Chloe, you're stepping all over his line. <laughs> but I mean, the okay. studio. We can't forget. We can't forget the studio because I yeah. think that's why the Dark Tower ended up being freaking studio. A horrible, yeah. atrocious. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mutilation of of the source material. Yeah. Uh, despite having a stellar cast, despite I think the direction was quite good. Mm-hmm. I love Idris Elba. We know he is rolling to Shane. <laughs> I thought Matthew McConaughey was let's great as as review. the man the man in black. Yeah, let's go. The go Isn't that the Dark twelve hour one? one? It's the longest. It's but like three hours. Yeah. Nothing happens. Sorry, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when Jacob was on. The review is longer than the actual film itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the studio point. stepped in and said, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna fund this project." Yeah, we've already bought, we've already bought the rights to this. We're gonna make it, but we're not gonna, we're gonna hamstring you in terms of, you know, funding that we'll throw at this because we don't think it's actually gonna make a lot of money. Yeah. And then, I mean, I think in a way that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If the studio decides it's not going to make a lot of money, it's not going to put money into it, and so it's not going to make a decent film to get back money. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, that strikes me as thoroughly illogical. Basically, yeah. you just have to care. It's a yeah. tough call. You so, gotta yeah. care. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I cut you off though, Henry. You saying Gone Girl. Well, that was written by, I think the, I was the, saying Gone Girl. by the author <laughs> herself. So. Jillian oh, really? Flynn. Yeah. Oh, Gillian Flynn. She wrote the screenplay? Yeah. And did it end up how she wanted? I think so. Really? Pretty well received. Yeah, it was It was yeah. a pretty good film. Oh, yeah. My, my best friend Kaylee, like, listens to this the uh, soundtrack when she's, oh, like, such, studying. Oh, it's, it's a good... Well, I mean, yeah, all the she, soundtracks but not when she's social like, network and dra- girl funny. dragon tattoo. That's, that's what I... Like, I love, like, when... Sometimes when I'm working, I listen to... Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross scores yeah, too. When I'm at home on my computer, I listen to a lot of that stuff myself. And then sometimes late at, when I'm at work and it's I want people to leave, I start playing the really edgy stuff from nice. those movies. And You know the weirdest thing? I swear to goodness. I heard the other day, I think it was the Amazon commercial, they were using one of the songs from, uh, shoot, what's the movie at? Corpse movie. Shoot, Swiss Army Park? Man. Swiss Army Man. The da-da. Just Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe doing their little da-da's. They were oh, using that on mm-hmm. the commercial. Huh. And I was so confused. That's all. Okay. I okay. was shocked. Let us know, listeners, if, you, if you've Shocking. If you've experienced that, too. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. Have you experienced confusion? I mean, I guess Amazon has bought the it's on movie. So they were like, well, why should I pay for it? They may have put it out. Amazon... <clears throat> Distributes puts out movies. There's Amazon Studios. They did Lost City of Z. Oh, that's Manchester by the Sea. Quite a few others. Yeah, Manchester by the Sea. Well, regardless, it was a very surreal experience. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there another question? Yeah, just one more. Well, thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. I hope we answered this question. I mean, again. I mean, it's kind of an. You can't really answer it. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, people writing these questions, I never feel like we're sufficiently answered. I they're, like it, They're though. complex. That's a good question, but that's the problem. Is complex questions always have a complex answer. Yeah. Never, I mean, but it boils down to the studios, how engaged is the audience, how engaged is the director. Yep. 
I don't know, just a lot of factors. You just have to care, for real. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Caring. Yep. Care Bear Scare. That's right. <laughs> sure. Raven, you should be a Care Bear for Halloween. You just get a onesie. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. So the second and slash last one. So it's Drew in Pittsburgh. Any Anyone you know from Pittsburgh, Brayden? I've been to Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh, no. Okay. My grandfather, I think, was from Pennsylvania, but he wasn't from Pittsburgh. I went to the premiere of... Um, Shoot, what's the movie called with Emma Watson and Ezra Miller and... It's Perks. Yeah, Perks being Wallflower. I went to the premiere of that in Pittsburgh. Nice. Because that's where the dude's from. Dude. That's cool. Stephen, whatever. The guy who wrote it. Oh. Who wrote the book and this and this and the screenplay, As It Happens. There you go. Yeah. There we are. Go figure. A lot of these authors are actually writing the screenplays for the books. Yeah. I think... Um, Good solution. Good solution. I can't... <laughs> there you go, Luke. I... The fellow he wrote high he wrote the novels High Fidelity and About a Boy. <gasps> I love him. He's my favorite. I don't know that he did the script for High Fidelity, but I think he did write the script for About a Boy. I love. I can't I remember feel the bad guy's now. name now. I know. I don't remember. He's Nick made Hornby. Nick Hornsby. Yeah. Nick Hornsby. He, he came and ta- he came and talked to Flyleaf Books. Really? I went and saw that. Oh, that, that was neat. Awesome yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm stretching. What's the question? <laughs> All right. So this is, this is Drew. So Drew writes. From Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh. Um, so it says, hello, really enjoyed the show. Wanted to ask your opinion on who should be the next Catwoman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought this was going, Drew. <laughs> yeah, right. yet, yet another character I wish they would already friggin' drop. Yeah, I the know. The Joker, just stop. No more. Don't care. Don't want it. Catwoman, overused. Get rid of it. Bye-bye. Hasta la vista. Don't give a shit. Aww. Oh, but Brain, that's true. Zendaya. Poor Drew. <laughs> oh, she was in Homecoming. Darn. I watched that last night. It's okay. I mean, are you gonna, Is that the whole question? Gonna, no. Are you oh. going to make me answer? Do I have to? No, Mila I, Kunis. Okay. She's, okay so cool. He says, Isaac Gonzalez from Baby, from Baby Driver. <laughs> Is apparently a top choice, but who would you choose if you could? Who? Oh, the, the lady? The, uh, John Hamm's girlfriend. I like her. Baby driver. I don't She's know good. Catwoman well enough. Cat um, but, I mean, if, if, if like a, a, you know, Catwoman-esque, what'd you say? I don't know the character. She's edgy. Oh. Edgy. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> well, I mean, you've seen, have you seen Batman Returns? Yeah. That's her character. Who could pull it off? Not Anne Hathaway. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'll stick with Mila Kunis. She'd be cool. She's sassy. I'd be down for that. Maybe. Although her acting ability. Eesh. I don't remember if she can act or not. I just like her. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> She's okay. What about uh? Emily Blunt? Yeah. I hate her. What? I don't hate her. I don't want to think she's a good actress. I do. I, do. I think she's awesome. Brain, what's that film you love? Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, I don't have many options. I mean, it's just I would like maybe go someone lesser known, so maybe Ooh. Isaac Gonzalez. I got it. Okay, there's a show called The Magicians, which is based on a book series I really like. I think you, I think yeah. You may have mentioned that. Mm, yeah. The girl who plays the girl in that would be good. <laughs> there we go. 
You can figure out which girl. There are several. I'll look it hmm. up. The, I only think of... They changed her name for the show. And I haven't watched the show that much. But she'd be good. Huh. I'm looking it up. Okay. Oh, Margot. That's right. She plays Margot. Her name is Summer Bischel. She'd probably be good. She's sassy. Margot Bischel? Yep. <laughs> All right, I go Margot Bischel. And unknown, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'm on board the Margot Bischel train. What about uh, Rooney Mara? No, she's not strong. She can't even get fit. No, Margot Bischel. What about Numi Lapaz? No. No? She's, no. Summer Bischel She's too good. She's too good to play that (laughs) woman. Yeah. Wait, is it Margot Bischel or Summer Bischel? Summer Bischel. The character's name is Margot. Summer Bischel. That's my choice. Yep. Brandon, you, you agree? <laughs> Absolutely. Summer Bischel. Summer Bischel. Summer Bischel for president. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sure, why not? Those, they changed the plot of those books around a ton for the TV show. Because pacing-wise, it just wouldn't have worked. Like, characters were kind of there for a while and then gone for the whole rest of the book. And you would have forgotten about them. But they do a good job on that show. Huh. It's a dumb show. But they do um, a good job messing really cool. with it. And it still works. I honestly can't think of because I mean that's that's so far out of my my kin. I just I can't even think of because it's it's like you know if if somebody were to ask me who should play the next Joker I don't care I don't want to see another Joker <laughs> mm-hmm. and when, I mean we've had so much of this Batman crap thrown at us now right mm-hmm. and they just keep. Yeah, uh, Batman. We got a Joker. What if they cast another Hulk? Uh, Who would you do? pick for another another Hulk? Huh. First it was Edward. No, first it was that guy. Then it was Edward Norton. That guy. The real uh, one. Bill, uh, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Ed, Ed Norton. I mean, that was back in I the seventies TV show. I'm trying to be factually okay. stable. Okay. Fair you enough. Very good job. <laughs> <laughs> Fair uh, enough. The new Hulk. Edward um, Norton and then Mark Ruffalo, and I don't know. What about Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, I mean, the thing is... <gasps> no, because then he wouldn't be Jake Gyllenhaal most of the time, and I'd be true. sad. Well, that's the thing. Is, is, is it, does, it, does it really matter? I mean, I like Mark Ruffalo, but does it really matter who plays the Hulk? I'm just trying because to make it relevant Hulk, to your life. <laughs> the Hulk, as the, as the important character, is a giant green CG thing that only they only use Aren't bits and pieces of facial... Is, yeah. Oh, you right. see, if you actually look at the Hulk, you see Mark Ruffalo. It's like big, green, muscly Mark Ruffalo. All right. But, um... Another Halloween costume possibility for you. Big yeah. Green Muscly Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the Hulk. Just... Not the Hulk. <laughs> Big Green Muscly Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Mojer, I hope that answers your question. Summer Bischel all the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Summer Bischel. Is that the whole question? Yeah. Who plays Catwoman? I, do, I mean... Summer Bischel. He's just curious. I'm to... He's just... He's not perfect. No, I appreciate the question. Well, I'm not... I'm trying to... I'm, I'm trying to think of someone to give as as an honest and answer. I'd say Isaac but... Gonzalez, who we mentioned. That she, yeah, she seems I, cool. She was... So. I liked her a lot in Baby Driver. She was good. See, yeah. that's what made me think of Summer Bischel. I, because the whole time I was watching that, I was like, dang, I wish this was just Summer Bischel. <laughs> See, I'd so... want to say... <laughs> I could say Probably Catherine. Alone there, but <laughs> I could say Catherine Waterston. Ooh. She's been in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I like her a lot. She's but good, the thing yeah. is, I think she's also too good to play Catwoman. Hmm. Maybe it'll be a good Catwoman. I always uh, thought because Michelle Pfeiffer go, wasn't go. Catwoman, right? She was no, she Poison was. Ivy. Go watch oh. the movie. No, no, she, she's okay. go watch oh, the I movie like Catwoman with Halle Berry. With Halle Berry. Brilliant. I don't want to. No, no, but Michelle. There's Fiber's, a painful experience. Yeah, but Michelle Pfeiffer's great as 
I mean, she was good. Yeah, I like Michelle I Pfeiffer, but Michelle again, Pfeiffer. that's that's somebody who's too too good for that role, you know. Hey, hmm. you hate on Halle Berry? Oh, oh, the lady from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. Oh, sure. And Alien Covenant. But more importantly, advice. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find exactly. Them. Exactly. I agree. I, I watched that. She was in that. She's like. She, I haven't seen. She's it. the love interest. You of, haven't seen it. I should see it. I've seen it about. It's, it's right. I've seen it about twenty times. Okay, it's, it's alright. It's a. It's a feel good. Your heart will be warm. Okay. Warm heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Somebody you, get me through these cold nights. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jerome, <laughs> that answers your question. Um, so, again, filmbudspodcast uh, at gmail.com. Feel free. Love hearing from you. And thank you for the questions. Truth L- questions are my favorite part. Yeah. It's a, they're cool. Thank you. So, thank you, Luke and Drew. We appreciate it. Uh, and okay. Katie from New York. Katie, as always, we love Katie you. Katie from New York. <laughs> she probably hates us. Yeah. She probably stopped listening. Whatever, like, whatever oh. name you're writing to us under this week, probably, we still love you. Probably like the fourth time we mentioned her, she's like, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm so sick of them. Why won't they leave me alone? <laughs> harassment, you know. They're my stalkers now. Podcast harassment, you know. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to our picks of the week. Oh, crap. I gotta do me last. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. So I mean, honestly, I I watched Spider-Man: Homecoming came out last yesterday on 4K, and I and I watched. It's okay. It's okay. It's just long. It's so there's so many just uninteresting characters, and huh. it's just feels like a fluff piece a lot of the time. Anyways, because it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. compared to the Toby, I love Toby Maguire. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I really liked the second one. Yeah, I love. I like the first Alfred one. Alfred Molina. Yes. Yeah, the first one wasn't bad. The second one was brilliant. The third one was kind of... Weird. Weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird movie. Yeah. Um, but, but I love his little walk. But I would... <laughs> I did see, like we had mentioned, I saw Beetlejuice on the big screen. Yeah. Which is really cool. And if you haven't seen that, or if it's showing somewhere around you... You have to. Check that out. Or just if there's any type of classic film showing for Halloween, Halloween. go go see it. Especially cool. if it's Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say Beetlejuice for me. Other than that, I haven't been watching much. Haven't had much time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything close. Too much Green Day. <laughs> you go. Well, they in um, Mindhunter, Mind they watched Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, that right. That movie is oh, so right. good. That yeah. was my favorite part of watching Mindhunter, just thinking about how good Dog Day Afternoon is, so I'll pick hmm. that. Okay. Yeah, it's a good film. Braden? Um, I'm trying to think of what I've been watching lately. Oh, uh, since the Catwoman, right? Uh, Gotham. Is that good? Series. I actually like it. Okay. I like it. I think if, if, if DC wants to do sort of gritty, I think that's the model that they should use for it because it's, it's sort of gritty, grungy, but it's not, looks like a soap opera. It's not gritty, grungy the way that say Mindhunter, like a David Fincher film is. No, it's right. not, it's comic book. You've right. got these comic book characters and they really play it to the hilt. And they do it. The casting is brilliant. The guys that they have playing the Penguin and the Riddler, genius. The 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 guy that they have playing uh, Alfred is great. I really like. Uh, they've got. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name now, but the fellow that plays Harvey Bullock in it is really good. I like him a lot. Uh, Donald. Gleason. No. <laughs> Yay. Um, it's not, it's not Domhnall Gleason. I can't remember. Donal. It's Donald. 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 No, Donald. Donald Logue. Donald Logue. Donald. 
is the name of the character, or is the name of the actor that plays Harvey Bullock. D-O-N-A-L. It's like Donald, but doesn't have that second D. Don't gotcha. Donald, Donald Logue, Donald Logue. Crystal clear. <laughs> he's he's good, and the fellow that plays Jim Gordon is, I mean, the, the, the casting is really good. I think they've done a really good job with right. the story. It's it's fun to watch. It's sort of, you know, it's like an adult cartoon. Yeah, I think so. Fox. Yeah, it's like an adult cartoon. Yeah. Cool. And 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 generally I've I have enjoyed the series. So, you know. It's uh, been on for a while. It yeah. has. This is I think the fourth season now. Hmm. Um it's it's <clears throat> I enjoy it and I think it's what if DC wants to go for more sort of gritty as opposed to the 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 more Fun, Marvel, bright uh, neon, bright comic booky feel yeah. like that that Marvel has, <laughs> has gone for. Um, I think uh, I think they've nailed it with with Gotham. So, mm. but I enjoy it. Plus, uh, season four of Voltron just came out on Netflix. What is that? It's just, isn't that like a Transformers thing? Kind of. It's <laughs> it's. I watched it when I was I watched it when I was a kid. It's it was a. Uh, there's these five lions, and then they form a giant robot, and they go around and fight the Galra Empire, which is this big galaxy-spanning empire. Uh, and it's uh, it's just it's just a geeky, fun little thing. Uh, you know, I remember it from my childhood, and mm-hmm. it's 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 the one little bit of nostalgia I allow myself. So all right. But, and, um, and Stranger Things. It's it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's they've done, they've actually done a fairly decent job with the with the revitalization of, of Voltron, the reboot of Voltron. It's Look it's good. kind of like watching Avatar, the Last Airbender. Oh, oh. sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that not that M Night Shyamalan piece of crap, but the original the the the, the series the, the source material. Avatar, the, various, the Last Airbender. Yeah. On Nickelodeon. Which, yeah. Thursday night. Which are which have actually been quite good. So I've what's the other show? It. Sapphire or something? Mm-hmm. What's that other the f- sequel to Avatar the series? Like Sapphire, I watched it. Is there a sequel? I've never heard of Is, it. Has the girl? I've never watched Avatar. Had the girl, Kira, Cora, Cora. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about Cora. It was the... Avatar, but it was Avatar: The Legend of Cora. Right, that's yeah. the one. Isn't that a video game? No. no. Well, it is a video game. Yes, they have video game property, but the the, right. the, the show came before the video game, yeah. obviously. So, no, it's good. Uh, it's a good series. I enjoy it. It's good. Yeah. Okay. And Chloe, your dog day afternoon? Yep. It's so good. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. Unless it, anyone else have anything else they want to say? No. Just going to go watch Blade Runner again. See an IMAX. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it. It's that freaking good. Yeah, everybody uh, wants to see an IMAX. Yeah, I do too. I haven't seen it again, so I I do want to check that out soon. You guys should go together. We well, we ran into each other that one time. At, I know. Yeah, and good so maybe time. We'll, maybe we'll go yeah. do it again. No one's going to see this fucking movie. So yeah, maybe. they need to. It saddens me when you make a brilliant when somebody makes a brilliant I know film it. and then nobody goes to see it. Literally, everyone I've conversed with, like even cashiers how are you i just saw blade runner so i'm really good you should go see it yeah like everyone, <laughs> everyone that's been going through uh like the customers at Jared and go have been loving it like yeah so it's i mean it's 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 an absolutely brilliant i mean again it's one of those films that it's it's so good that it transcends the genre yeah you have to say it's a good film it's not just a good science fiction film it's a good it's beautiful film. it is a classic film yeah yeah modern so. classic yep 
Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the visuals, the story, the acting, directing, the whole thing, the sound. Better than Dunkirk? No. No. Yeah. For me, it's better than Way better than For him, it's not better than Well, maybe. I don't know. I I, I need need to watch Dunkirk when it comes out on 4K. The way, the way that he likes Fincher, I'm falling in love with Dennis Villeneuve. His oh, films are so oh, cool. oh, I love him too. He's yeah. he's up there for me too. So, all right, well, <laughs> you know, I guess we'll have to wait to, uh, to for our top ten films of the year list. You know? <gasps> That's exciting. Blade Runner. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll just say just right now. I'm just saying Blade Runner's I number love one lists. for me. Hmm? I love lists. Yeah, I'm looking well, forward yeah, to it. I mean, at the end of the year, we can do like top ten worst. Or top ten. Actually, we do that. The employees at the Chelsea do a top five every year. And I remember the year that Sicario came out, that was my number one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So. And we can do worst of the year, whatever. We can do it all. Yeah. Huge, a big show in like two months. Yay. <laughs> Huge, Huge shows <Yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the soccer players will love it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll love it. <laughs> all the soccer players listening for Brayden. Yeah. All the Potter, all the Potterheads. Yeah, all the Potterheads, all the Lord of the Rings fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for joining us. So I guess next week, The Snowman, unless uh, unless we want to go see Geostorm. I'd rather see Geostorm. Are you go, joking? I would rather see no, The Snowman. No, I'm not. Snowman, you it's, it's directed by the guy who did Tinker Taylor. I'm not seeing... Really? Oh, yeah, it has Fastbender in it. Okay. I am not seeing Geostorm. Okay, well, we'll do Snowman then. Why I, is Snowman supposed to be any good at no. all? No. See, that's the thing. Is if I'm going to watch a train wreck of a film, I'd rather watch a film that I know is a train wreck is going to be an unmitigated train wreck. If I'm going to rubberneck, I'm going to rubberneck like a king. <laughs> well, Chloe's, <laughs> Chloe's the deciding factor, I guess. Chloe, are you? Would you not uh, go? I mean, I do not want to see Geostorm. I know I don't want to either. I would so much rather go see Snowman. Even I don't. I don't care about either. Geostorm. But if I'm going to watch something that's a train wreck. I want to see giant balls of like a 20, 50 train car pile up. Oh my gosh. You know, I want to, I want to see something Brain that's an crunch. absolute disaster. Darn, that really mm. is it. Yeah. Yeah. Lordy. So. It's in the dead season. It still hasn't quite hit. Um, oh, that's what I'm excited about. Loving Vincent. Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. coming soon too. Yeah, that's opening actually this Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, maybe we could do that. I say we do I'd that. I'd say that. I'd, I'd much rather watch that. Okay, well, if we can all... So maybe either Geostorm, The Snowman, <laughs> or <laughs> Loving Vincent, honestly. No just, difference. I guess it just depends on if we can all check it out. Um, check it out. Lo- Loving Vincent. With I mean, I'll, I'll, If they're playing Rule. it at the Chelsea, we can all see it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, this isn't even the... This is after we say goodbye on the show, we talk about this. <laughs> I don't think people mind. <laughs> people they, like the behind the scenes they, they, stuff. They've been here for like a couple hours. They, I think they're gonna listen either way. They're already asleep. Probably so. We should we should do we should do straw polls and see what people yeah. people think we should go yeah. watch. Yeah. I mean, if it's gonna be a big film, I'd rather watch the train wreck of a film. Yeah. Rather than a film that is not supposed to be a train wreck, but ends up being a train wreck anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, that's just. If I'm going to see Disaster, I want to see a disaster. Yeah. I want to see the Disaster Artist. When does that come out? December. Darn it. Yeah. But a- anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to see that because Henry's going to make us do a retro review of, of The Room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, 
Oh, I've seen that too many times already. Do you guys, either of you guys watch Adult Swim at all? No. Cartoon Network? I'm not old no. enough. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dating myself. <laughs> well, several years ago, probably five, six years ago or something, Adult Swim, every, every year on April Fool's, they would do sort of April Fool's broadcast. And one of the years, they ran for the entire eight, ten hour block of programming that's Adult Swim going from like 10 o'clock at night until 6 o'clock in the morning or something like that, all they played was The Room. Hmm. Genius. Just back to back to back. And you watched every single showing. No. <laughs> I actually turned it off. I, I ended up well, watching like down. Law and Order or something like that. You got your popcorn. You know. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? So your, I watched, your cup of I watched about 45 minutes of it and I said, wow, this is atrocious. I looked it up online and this is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> but at least you I made it. I think it may yeah. have actually supplanted Ed Wood's Plan 9 from Outer Space at this point. Yeah, yeah I think so. We should review that. Yeah. And then we can review. We could do... Disaster? No, the, uh, the, uh... Ed Wood, Ed Wood. Uh, Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. The only That'd Tim be Burton cool. Film. But neither are new movies. No. We need... The whole format's gone, okay, Henry. We just be... reviewed two new Netflix things. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, one was a movie. Yeah. One was legitimately a film. <laughs> Come on. Just because it's released on Netflix doesn't make it any less of a... Tell that too. And also, it was really, it was France. was part. It was released in a few theaters. So. Yes, in France. In France. All right. I don't know the logistics. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's end this thing. Let's <laughs> let's get it over. Let's with. get it over. With. <laughs> We've got stuff to do. Um, I'm Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out after that long debate that <laughs> ended with nothing. <laughs> we will. We'll let you know. Uh, you know, on social media or whatever, what we'll be doing next week. So, and if you have suggestions, suggestions, let us know. Feel free. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, once again, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. We did. <laughs> and we'll see you next <laughs> week. Yeah. See you later. Oh